3D6 down the line. Hey everybody, welcome back to 3D6 down the line. It is episode 37 of the Halls of Ardenville Mega Dungeon by Richard Barton using the old school essential system by Gavin Norman, otherwise known as Necrotic Gnome. I am the referee for the evening. My name is John and going around the horn, we have a full house starting with Hi, I'm Mike. I play Gorin, the fifth level dwarf. I'm David, and I play Onweir, the illusionist with spells. <laughs> nice. Uh, I am Matt. I play Aurelius, the left hand of Lysion. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Uh, fifth level cleric, and uh, ready to go. Hi, I'm Ted. I'm once again playing Mortis J. Gobliano, level four goblin. All right. So, yeah, very psyched that we have a full house uh, tonight. Uh, it is the 29th of Ligarios. Um, we're almost through the month, which is pretty amazing because I think we've been stuck in this month for quite some time. It's about 12.40 p.m. Um, they are currently in the basement beneath the cells underneath the residence of the gladiatorial school far to the west of the ruined city of Ardenville. Not that far, about 350 feet or so. but um, And they have discovered a pit or a trap a trap door that led down into the depths below uh hoping to search out the means of Garalad's egress and the reason for his uh the the reasons for why he has established dominance in the halls of Ardenvul with the baboons um with them right now we have the retainers we have Yost which is Mort's uh retainer Codswallop which is also Mort's retainer Atticus Skullface the uh, Leprous Thief, uh, which is Gorn's retainer, and Njal Okart, who is Avaricius's mm-hmm. retainer. How y'all doing? Um, who are we missing? We're missing Samantha the Red, who is Onweers, and we are missing Elizabeth Cormick, who is also Avaricius. They are back at the end of the Broken Head, guarding the stash, with a capital S. Um, all right, so reminder for both me and the audience, can you um, spellcasters please let me know which spells you had memorized? I can. Yes. Okay. I have uh, Cure Light Wounds prepared two times because of our cool new death rules that we have no need at all to try out. And I also, for my level twos, I have Silence and Bless. Nice. I have uh, level one Cleophallus's Look Away spell, the Bracteros effect. And for level two, I have a brain full of small spiders and improved phantasmal force. Yeah. You do have a brain full of small spiders. <laughs> yeah, I, that is the most apt thing ever. I think you before. automatically have that prepared. Yeah. At all John, times. using the new rules that came out for the dwarf, I have power word kill. Oh, oh really? I didn't. It must be a oh, third party. All right. You got to stay up with seen. the times, bro. <laughs> it's, it's a euphemism <laughs> for something else. Wow, the power curve in OSC is just like. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Goblins uh, are immune to that, by the way. That's just a goblin thing. Nice. Like, so must be nice yeah. for that. Um, it is nice being a goblin. It's just pretty much the best. They have all the yeah. anti anti dwarf abilities, like anti power really word do. kill. Uh, <laughs> yeah, David. I think that you're uh, discovering brain full of small spiders in our tack on effects episode. Um, disappointed a lot of fans when you did not uh, did you not show up last episode because everyone was very much joking <laughs> to see you bust that spell out. Um, Okay, so we did discover that last time with the XP that they got from last session that Atticus actually um, uh, had enough XP to level, but we did determine that he has to return to his safe haven or camp, which is probably 
the better option uh, if, if they actually want to see Atticus actually level up. Or anybody, for that matter. It's just Atticus is the only person in the party currently that has enough um, to actually level. Um, okay, and before we get started, one last thing. This is kind of a major point, uh, major uh, change for the campaign uh, a little bit. The uh, So what I decided to do is that we have, up until this point, just been deciding to call the names of the levels that you have, like the discrete levels that you know are discrete levels by just whatever names that you guys came up with. So the goblin halfling level that you guys have been exploring, um, initially we called the debouchement. All right. Um, and then there was obviously the baboon level you've been calling plunger town, which is great. But then I realized that the actual names of these levels that are published, you would never actually learn. Like there's no reason you would actually get to ever know these things. So I'm just going to tell you what they are <laughs> so that they, you know what they are. I'm not going to tell you like what the number level is. You're still going to have to like, um, suss out for yourself by mapping the verticality of the dungeons based upon the descriptions. I tell you about how far it gets to, you know, how far it takes to get from one to the other. Um, but I think that as long as the names, the published names of the levels aren't spoilers that once they become not spoilers, I'll just give you the name of the level. Okay. All right. So the debouchement level, the one that, uh, the, the pyramid leads straight down to the, like the main entrance basically, um, is called the halls of Thoth. Okay. And, um, the plunger town, the one with, um, Garalad in the baboons is the howling caves. Um, we never would have guessed that one. Yeah. The, the other one, uh, that you guys actually that I am going to give to you is one that you've only visited briefly, but you did go through it, which was the level that the darlings actually escaped from on their own, in which you guys returned with the wine dark cohort and ran through quickly to get down to level three. Um, we did very briefly, like you maybe you skirted right by the member the centipedes that we just skipped the battle and all that sort of stuff, right? Um, that that is just called the basement. The basement. The basement. Yep. So. And that leads down to level three, you said? Uh, yeah, that's what, well, what, the way that you went let, went down to level three, yeah. Remember, you were you used, right. you used Dalton's intelligence in order to do the fastest route down to level three that you thought would be appropriate, right? Right. Um, yeah. Okay, so the basement, the Halls of Thoth, and the Howling Caves are the actual names of um, uh, those uh, three levels that you have. Explored. Cool. Okay? All right, so uh, back to this basement that you guys are in. Um you have to remember that the weird thing about where you are right now, you're only in this in the very first room, basically, that's underground, but that room is actually 50 feet square, and every square on the map is also 50 feet. It's the exact same scale as the uh, map of the ruins of the city of Ardenbul. So very, very large. The, the, the map is five times larger in scale than everything else that uh, Ted has mapped thus far. Um, and... Uh... So based on how we went down the stairs and entered into the cells and went down through the trap door, mm -hmm. standing in this room, we are effectively under the gladiatorial school. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're directly underneath the residence, whatever that happens to be. You have a feeling like the school itself was probably more in the pit. Um, right. Yeah. But you basically went down those wide staircase that went underneath the residence. And then there was all the cells, right? And in the midst of... Um, uh, uh, all the uh, bones of, of previous adventures, which you, you have reason to believe are probably Guelph's companions. Um, you found that trap door that led down even further into this, um, what appears to be some sort of 
storage room of some sort. It is um, worked stone floor, um, and it smells uh, badly of animals. Um, yeah, and it has like these large Arkantian bricks, you know, uh, stone, stone, not bricks, but stone uh, bricks, I guess, but they're stone um, that form the entire thing around the, around the entire place, about 15 feet high. The stone itself, like you can see that the mortar in some places does seem to have been uh, eroded and chipped away and there's like debris on the floor and, and whatnot. So some of the bricks aren't exactly like like perfectly aligned, like some of them shifted and stuff like that. Um, and there is a, um, there is a small tunnel that let's see, is it a hole? I think it was a hole. Uh, let me see here. Um, And yeah, you so it, it the last time. yeah, so yeah, in the workstone floor, there is um, basically like a three foot wide hole that kind of slopes towards the northwest. And it's um, it looks when you when you this is the, I remember this is how we left it where you put the lantern down there and you looked and you saw that it was basically only four foot tall, uh, four feet tall at this point. So um, <laughs> Gorand and Mort uh, could probably walk without too much discomfort. Mort definitely could. Gorand probably has to bend his neck a little bit um but onward and avaricio so it's like a full stoop like you know what i mean like, yeah. like bent over gotcha. you would definitely yeah, have if if you if, if violence erupted in this in uh if you went down there um uh, at least with the dimensions that you're seeing right now if you went down there and violence erupted uh you would definitely be at penalty good to know um if we all go down there together John, mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure that I crop dust the humans on their hands and knees behind me. <laughs> of course, because of that saying. Yeah. Um, Doesn't he have to roll for that? There's got to be no, a roll. There's no roll. It's a I want you power. to fail. It's right, it's, it's right I want power you to have fail. an arbitrary <laughs> failure. On that. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, John, um, yep. Ted, we should go down ahead of time because we have the infravision and we can run back yeah, if we need absolutely. to. Uh, I just wanted um, to ask, John, at this point, how far below surface level I mean, we got a 15 foot ceiling, the trapdoor drop, the stairs down. Am I like 30 feet, 40 feet below ground? Uh, yeah, that's about right. Yep. Mm -hmm. or, okay. That's really yeah. smart, though, too, because, Ted, we should start putting that depth in yeah. on our maps. Yep. I got to try and figure it out. I've, I started working out like levels, but I don't have a lot to go on. And yeah. so every little bit we can get like this. Well, you, guys, you guys have been up and down like the pyramid steps so many times. Like, I'm pretty sure it's the number is 250 feet, but um, uh, any of those, any of those, um, those vertical climbs that you've made, I can just repeat to you. I can find them and find them for you. So, I'll uh, ask you, about it later. you know, Come now on. the tricky thing is Plunger Town. We have zero idea because we teleported in there. No, but when you know, on, remember on out. our way out, yeah, we we had to go down to the Goblin uh, level oh, to get you're out. Right. Yeah. So we just, so it's yeah, actually you know. above, yeah. So not necessarily yeah, so, a map, but it might be a good idea to actually start a like, diagram that's actually like a side view with just sort yep. of, you know, labeling what you think might be on top of what, you know, that sort of thing. Z-axis, baby. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. uh, John, I had uh, two questions specifically about this room. Uh, first of all, the – actually, I have three. I'm sorry I lied. The <laughs> the ladder how, – how far was the ladder? I, I, it seemed like it was described as 15. really long. 15. 15 only 15? Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is you described uh, a strong animal smell. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Is this a foreign and like right now we know the smell of lizards and we know the smell of baboons extremely well. Yeah. Does it smell familiar? Does it, it seem like animals? It does. It actually smells like the lizards. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. or bad. <laughs> I mean, the, bad. Sh the shifted stones, if I recall, I think last week it came up. I think they look like they not that they're like crumbling or moving from water erosion or something, but that this is from the shock, maybe the earthquake or the blast or something like that, right? Um, no, it was the weight of the stones on top of each other was crushing the mortar between the stones. It, that looks possible. Yeah, yeah. Do any of them look like the shape outline of a of a door? Can we just push it and do the uh, the old like secret door because the mortar's bad thing? Um, you no, not nothing looks like a door. Okay. But but uh, but yeah, there are there are certain. Uh, you know, when you're kind of observing like the loose mortar and stuff like that, you can kind of tell that um, like some of the blocks actually seem like when you're really getting close, like one like huge block actually seems to not only have been crushed a little bit with cracks riddled through it, but that it's actually sort of um, coming out like it's not flush with the rest of the wall, uh -huh. like very, very slightly by like a couple of like centimeters, maybe at most. Uh -huh. Yeah. But, uh, you, but, we should, but like we Gorn, spend a turn searching this room for secret doors, right? I agree. Who's got a crowbar? Laurel's uh, bag. <laughs> let me see if we already have one. We may. I, I do have it. I have no. one. All right, great. Now, I will. I, I will point out for what it's worth. Yeah, and I would ask our stonemason master over there: yeah. if we mess with this stone, are we gonna die? Uh, <laughs> Is that the one holding everything? Great question. Up? Great question. Okay, so Gorand, uh, yeah, you're looking at it, and it does seem a little bit odd. You could explain a way that it was um, the sheer weight uh, that is lying on top of it. It doesn't seem. Uh, what am I trying to say? From what you've seen of previous Arcantian make or Gorand, um, even though it's nowhere near dwarven make, of course, the Arcantians, as far as humans go, are pretty decent at masonry. Um, uh, but th this room seems to be. Uh, a little bit shoddy, like it wasn't made by like a top engineer. Um, like the, the the stones are too big; they're not placed in the best way for load bearing, that sort of thing. So you could explain this one that's jutting out as um, um, just poor work, um, and that's just suffering the consequences of age, um, and it's not being able to load the bears. So you think that if for you you don't have the tools, but if you thought that you would be able to actually wrench this gigantic brick out of the wall, that uh, yeah, bad things might happen. Okay. Yeah. When when he's touching, I slap his hand. Do it. Don't touch that. That's <laughs> <laughs> what wrote a big So the brick, I should be clear. It's probably about um, uh, like a three foot by three foot cube of solid granite. Gotcha. So, but we do want to search this room. I think we should take a turn to search this room because it's very odd to have a big stone box with only uh, a ladder to egress it, right? Like, that seems weird. And can I ask one other follow-up question, John? And I just don't remember what you said last time. We had asked if that tunnel on the floor looked like it had been dug into this room mm -hmm. or from this room. Can you mm -hmm. Do you remember what, what you told us? In. Into. Yeah, so there's, okay, debris, so there's debris in outside, the room. Something from outside dug its way into this room. Correct. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think on the Discord, I asked if it reminded us of the tunneling we saw off the access to the Hall of Heroes. And I think John said it was rough, similarly rough, but otherwise did not, wasn't the same scale and it wasn't the same 
sort of type of tunnel. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that you could say that is in common is that is it looked like it was worked by, 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 by like, um, sentient hands, you know what I mean? By like people with tools, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like not, um, right. not, not, like, not a purple worm or something like that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. not dwarves. <laughs> well, Owls, one. Maybe. Oh. Oh, that's, you know, he's not wrong. Ted, he's not wrong. <laughs> uh, so okay. what do you do? Well, we want to start the room. Sure. In this room. Yeah. You're going to well, take a turn? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, by the way, we should uh, uh, note a lantern use. Um, uh, so I guess I am carrying the lantern at present. I can have Atticus carry it. Oh, he's got. Free. Okay, yeah. Let's let Atticus do it then. He's got. Yeah. He's got a hand free. How about you? Uh, oh. oh that's <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm raising uh, a finger at you, but you can't see which one. When oh, was the? Until Atticus hand falls off. Did we do, we turn on the lantern the moment that you went down and into down this the, hole? Yeah, down the. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to say it's been on for a turn. So that's going to be twenty four turns, right? Give me a second. One, two, three, four, minus three is right here. That's uh, this is Nyal's lantern, right? Uh, no, this is uh, uh, Avarisos's lantern, but I guess I'm handing it to um, yeah. uh, Skullface. Oh, Skullface, Skullface. Okay, yeah. all right. I just yeah, I need to know who's carrying it. That's what I'm. Yeah, and right. I'll mark it okay. off mine. Okay, so yeah, it is. Um, it's ten forty. It's gonna. Uh, I mean, sorry, twelve forty in the afternoon right now. Um, and yeah, so you take a turn to thoroughly search. Okay. Um, let me just roll a die here. I'll get a sec. There's, yeah. Uh, Gorand, that's actually appropriate. So Gorand, when you're taking a look, uh, specifically, you, the rest of you are we're searching, uh, I'm going to say it's going to take two turns to actually thoroughly search this 50 foot room for everything that you could possibly find. Um, uh, Gorand, you are entranced by this strange piece of stone. Um, when you uh, previously had determined at a glance that it would probably be load-bearing and cause some damage, when you look a little bit closer and you get your hands on it, you can kind of see that um, not all is what it seems. It seems that actually that stone is much lighter and probably, uh, strangely enough, hollow. Is this the one that was coming out of the wall just a yeah. little bit? Mm -hmm. Okay. So... I'm going to take like the hilt of my dagger and tap the stone and just kind of determine if the whole thing is hollow or if there's just a hollow portion of it. It appears that, that um, when you're like, ding, 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 you, you can all hear Gorn's like echoing back through uh, this, you know, this huge chamber. Uh, Gorn, you can get determined that there is most likely, I'm saying this only because you're a dwarf. There is most likely a, a smaller cube of emptiness within the cube itself okay so uh -huh. the, the edges that are peering around the the you know between you know the centimeter jutting out part mm -hmm. i'm going to feel around that and then see if i can find some sort of catch or a lever you do you find one yeah it, appear, okay. it appears like you you <laughs> thought it was just like a rough stone edge and you were like uh our contents when they're shoddy make and then you like you roll your fingers back up and you're just wait a second and you're like, ah, and you, you hate to admit it in your head, but you're like, that's ingenious. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I tell everybody that obviously a dwarf designed this secret compartment. As well, I, of course, of course. course. Subcontractor. Filled with farts, probably. Do, do you pop the catch? <laughs> uh, I'm going to stand to one side. I'm going to call Atticus over and say, 
<laughs> Atticus, I think I have something that might interest you. And I show him the button and I'm like, I, but don't open it yet. I want you to look for traps, Atticus. Okay. Roll them bones. Okay. He's like, what's this? Interesting. Uh, that's not good, Atticus. You fucked up again. No, master, master. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> just, just press. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I will shoo him away, and I will I will be the one to open it. Okay, you so you you press the catch, and it was a surprisingly deep like chunk. Um, it uh, the entire three foot by three foot face of the stone block actually opens up on secret hinges, and there's like a uh, it's amazing workmanship actually like you could not see the seam at all, um, uh, and it opens up and it's so it's like a safe almost right. And your instincts were correct, Gorn, inside there. Uh, so there appears to be like a four foot inch thick stone like around it, right? Like exposing like this large cavity in the middle. And um, it opens up and in the lantern light, uh, which uh, Atticus um, shines over your shoulder, Gorn, is, oh my goodness, some treasure. <laughs> it glints in your eyes and you can immediately tell Gorn um, and you can see Atticus like literally just like a, like a string of drool just starts to like <laughs> drop out of his mouth and his eyes like pop open. And he's like, Master, look. Uh, there the eyes is, actually uh, stay in. Yeah. There is um basically on the bottom of the cavity is a mounded pile of 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 ancient Arcantian solidi, like golden solidi, like oh. really valuable stuff, like a huge mound, and sitting atop that and, and into it, like a dragon's hoard, you know, is like mounded pieces of of uh, jewelry and other uh, strange, like 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 three different vials, all of different colors and thicknesses, um, and also a long, a uh, it's probably like what is this? Is about like sixteen inch long wooden clasped box of very fine like teak wood as well um there is a gold collar that is set with garnets like thick thick heavy gold draped every like half inch with garnets all the way around there is oh what's this <laughs> there's a necklace that you mistake for silver and you're like and uh and and he says no master it's not silver it's platinum and it's uh it a uh, depending from the necklace itself is dripping with em emeralds um, there are a pair of matching platinum and emerald earrings that match the necklace, a, um, a huge silver brooch that would go right on like your solar plexus, um, that is set with a, uh, an enormous multifaceted topaz that glints like, uh, like, uh, orange gold in the lantern light. Um, and, uh, three different looking potions. Holy gentlemen, shit. I'd say none our of, job is them. done here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. None of them, none of them, none of them are, I don't have color descriptions right now, but none of them are ones that you have seen before. What do they the look like, John? Die guys, aren't those worth like 20 gold each or something like that? They're like each, something like, huge. yeah, each, each uh, solar die is worth um, 10 times the amount, but is also 10 times as heavy. Not, I think for uh, us, we have an uh, artifacts yeah. bag. Uh, is there any value? I hate to say it. But is there any value in leaving some of this here and reclosing the stash and only bringing what we want to use for our girl? I think because we're going to be 
encumbered at the beginning of our adventure. Okay. I know that's can a crazy I, thing to can say. I make the argument, can I make the argument that we take this stash and we go back to the end of the broken head? <laughs> Only because I have a thief that's about to level up. We're all going to get XP for this. We leave it there. We literally come back tomorrow morning. You know I don't want to leave the delve. However, <laughs> what is our worry about Garalad on our timeline? Is my question to that. Don't forget I, we, I we, we are on said, as long as we're like I think John had said as long as we're like back doing stuff within a week and we've only been gone for three days, um, we're fine. It'll be four if we go four. back and sleep again. And I, then honestly, however long it'll take us to get to Garalad, which may be a very long time because we don't know the scope. Just throwing it out there. I but, think I'm with David on this. We close the door. You guys are fools. I mean, going. I think we should take magic stuff if there's anything that's magical, but I think take like the, pound, the pounds of coins we leave uh -huh. here for now. Just a thought. Uh, remember, we can also... I mean, it, nobody's getting encumbered. Somebody has to carry the thing with two hands. We could put all of this stuff in the sack. Yeah. And we get... and. You know, the only the only downside is somebody's holding it with two hands. And, and we can't Wallet, use the stack uh, now. Codswallet volunteers to take it all back to the inn. You can mm -hmm. and you can still use the sack. You can still oh, you take can. stuff out of it. Yeah. Um, it just takes two hands to carry right now while there's stuff right. in it. But that that's right. that's if you put one gold piece in it or a thousand, right? Yeah. Like it's still yeah. the same thing. John, how many solidat how how many solidi are we talking about here? If there is so many that I would actually, before I re reveal it to you, I would say it would take a turn to count it. Okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> let's, let's put um, it that way. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make one ballpark, more remark. John, is this ten thousand GP worth of stuff? Just ballpark. Yeah. Okay, let's go back. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're going back. Yeah. All right, Mike. One hundred. But I do I do think that we should, if we're doing this, be very conscious of our time. You know what we in can do? On the next, the next we trip. can leave. We can leave Atticus and one of the other um, one of the other retainers here to watch the entrance from above and make sure no one comes and goes. Like hide out want. in the villa. Hide I mean, out maybe, in the villa and although, watch. Although they have to camp overnight, and that's a little scary. What's, yeah. what's your concern there, though? Why Why are they doing that? Sorry. I mean, if you're worried about this being an egress for Garalad or something like that, if he's going to. No, be I'm. About. I'm. I'm worried about again. I. Take it or leave it. It's okay if, if you disagree, but I'm worried about our wanting to get to Garalad quickly before the Isocratus news is broadly dispersed. And if we, know. if John was like, yeah, give or take a week, it's okay. But beyond that, you might be in trouble. If we, I'm cool with doing that. I'm absolutely cool with going back right now. I'm just saying we should keep that in mind if we're on day four or five of the delve and we haven't even gotten to Plunger Town, that it is a concern and we may or may not want to rush past things that you find interesting right here uh, there's, there's uh, an important thing that just may supersede everything here is the fact mm -hmm. that there is a limit to what laryl sack can have in it the amount of coins exceeds that limit even if the sack is empty <laughs> yeah okay okay so yeah um, definitely then we fill it up we fill up our other sacks which we right. have and let's and just go back yeah, guys we'll go back. We leave it at the end what can i just uh, okay yes. The walk from here back to the inn is a couple hours. Yeah, John? Uh, yes. So 2 o'clock. Call it 2 o'clock when we get there, maybe 2.30. Drop it in the box. We can be back here by 5 o'clock, and we just commit to camping in the tunnels. 
what we don't really we, lose. We camp over we camp overnight in gar- in our rooms and just leave super and, early and level up. <laughs> like like level up thing. That's feet. true. Yeah. That's level- true. We want to do the leveling up thing. I but, think uh, we go back because I, I was really worried about how late in the day it is already. And given the speed of exploration and how far we have to go to, if we go through all this cave and stuff anyway, we could end up like running into Garalad at the end of an exhausted, you know, trail. You, you, you can also just see, you can seal this up too. If you, if you want to continue on, you don't have to take the stuff. No, that's, that's true. And we absolutely could do that, but layers <laughs> don't remain empty for long. <laughs> There were three three giant lizards in here first time, and we got pretty lucky in that fight. We don't know what the hell is going to move in after we are gone for however long, right? I would just say let's, the, the stack of gold in hand is better than the death in the tunnels down below, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go tuck in that kid, um, but I my vote is still for taking everything back to the inn and then coming back as early as possible. All right, let's let's run through that as fast as possible on camera. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah, be yeah, right yeah. back, guys. Okay. Yeah, okay, John, we go back. <laughs> we steal everything we can. Okay, so let's take the turn to count so we know what we can carry. I think right. right. And and David, if you have like a detect magic or something available, then we okay. Uh, that's right. You don't. I was going to say we could we could figure out what is magical. Uh, we I can test it out once we're back at the end, but uh, uh. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't do that right now. Okay. I do have a good David, bit of space on my person now. Hmm? Just as a uh, an aside, I was going through the notes and and I noticed something interesting that we I think had all forgotten about Arcanum. You have some Arcanum, right? Uh, it's in storage. I don't have it on me. Oh, it is. Oh, there was some in the did medical you, laboratory. Yeah. Did you know that it can be used to recharge wands? I did not know that. That's cool though. Yeah, it's very so, good to know. You don't have a detect magic wand though, do you? I have a detect evil wand that I oh, also have in storage, is. but not with okay. me right now. Okay, gotcha. Okay, never mind then. Uh, it's the light wand that ran out of charges. Is that right? Yes. Light wand's out of charges. I yeah. have a possibly a wand of frost that was Isocrates, and I do not have the detect evil wand on me right now. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So, John, let's let's take our turn. We'll count things. We'll see how much we can carry, and yep. then we'll go back. Uh, okay. Give me one moment here. Uh, Yost will sing his uh, happy barbarian money counting song. <laughs> He's <Yeah>. very pleased. <laughs> He's so excited. <laughs> okay. Okay. All killing right. it over here. Killing it over here. <laughs> okay. So uh, what you guys find, um, this is the single largest hall of gold piece value treasure you have found by a uh, considerable amount margin, even more than behind the Ruby throne. Um, oh, an incredible amount, like a, a stunning amount. You are not, it's beyond what you pop, pop, probably think. All right. There, there is, you ready? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Here we go. I'm, there I'm, is I'm putting this in the loot log here. So, okay. Well, you might want to expand the cell width. The, uh, <laughs> The that you have right. six thousand one hundred and sixty-one ancient gold solidi, that is ten times the value in gold pieces. It's worth sixty thousand one hundred and sixty-one. <laughs> oh, baby, I'm leveling up again. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's worth sixty-one thousand six hundred. Six thousand one hundred and sixty-one ancient gold solidi. Um, give me. You gotta once. hurry up and do this before Matt comes back. 
So we can tell him it was 645 gold. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Okay. <laughs> Hold on one Platinum second. necklace with emeralds? Hold on a second. I got it. I'm rapidly putting things into a spreadsheet. Give me a moment. <laughs> um, you didn't think we were going to find it. No, I did not. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, Okay, there the gold collar that is set with garnets, heavy, okay. heavy lies the crown, um, is worth six thousand gold. Oh God! The, oh the, my God! The platinum <laughs> necklace that is uh, has emeralds depending upon it um, is worth nine thousand gold. Oh my God! Uh, the matching pair of uh, platinum and emerald earrings that go with that um, is worth four thousand gold. John, can I oh, ask the, you a question? The earrings are 4,000. The necklace is nine? Yep. Uh-huh. John, can I ask you a quick question? Yes. Uh, which is a, an annoying player question, admittedly. Uh, it occurred to me just now that uh, you probably wouldn't give us gold values if any of these were magical since we can't sell magical items. So is it safe to say none of these are magical so far? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. These yep. are just mundane treasures, obviously mundane. Okay. Yeah, you can medicate like it. that. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. The silver <laughs> the silver brooch that is set with yeah. a gigantic multifaceted gold orange topaz is worth 5,000 gold. Holy shit. Maybe. There are three different p- potions. Yep. Uh, which, you know, are valuable. Um. Yeah, obviously magic. And there is um and there is this strange sixteen foot long teak wood um sixteen inch. I'm sorry, sixteen inch long uh <laughs> teak wood box. Um very, very delicate with a delicate gold clasp on it. Um that is um has a tiny little lock on it, but the lock looks rather rather intricate. Um the uh the uh the top of the box is um uh, very finely engraved with a depiction of what looks to be like in exactly the same style as the pediment sculptures that were on top of the residence itself. So it sort of has like a, but, but not as large and grand as the pediment, obviously, but just, it seems to be like a section of that pediment has sort of been etched into the wood itself of, of, um, of fighters dressed in, in, you know, like basically like, uh, just like loincloths and strange looking spiked armor with, with weird weapons, like fighting off against each other. Like one has a net and one has like a trident. So Matt, unfortunately, all those gold solidi were um, just iron painted with gold. So all told, they're only worth like six hundred uh, GP. Pull so the other real, one. It's a real You <laughs> didn't have me for a second. Oh come on! <laughs> not not one second. Well, I, I, I'll tell you what. Would you care to guess the actual value, Matt? Please, please take a guess. Of the whole horde. The whole horde. Whole horde, why not? 14,350. Nailed it. You nailed it, dude. That was great. (laughs) And and that's the share he'll split. (laughs) (laughs) Little higher, buddy. Yeah. Uh, 24,000. Little higher, buddy. Let him know. Let him know. Oh, we are so going back. What are we? We got got game to play. We're going back. It's about 80,000. About 80 grand. Okay, yeah, we're going back so hard. Yeah, yeah. I have um, I have eighty five thousand two hundred thirty six. Is that right? Um, excuse is what I have. You guys, we just paid for a stronghold. We did. Guys, okay. do we need to oh, murder God. all of our retainers before we get back? 
I Some love of them do this get suggestion. <laughs> I've made it in the past, and the fact that our priest is saying it now it lets me know what his threshold is. <laughs> yes, Avarisios. What is my name, indeed, my friend? What is my I name? <laughs> Say my name. <laughs> uh, hold on one moment. Uh, I don't mind it. killing Cod's wallet, but uh, we're keeping Yo. Yeah, we can I'm only noticing it now, and it'll be more apparent as the it gets darker here. But the red light on my mic is giving me a devil's glow <laughs> now that it's <laughs> mounted in my face. So I'm perpetually going to be uh, 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 satanic looking over here. Okay. So what are you was... doing, Hal? Hey, hey, right. <laughs> Daisy. Oh Daisy. yeah, we own like one, two, three, four, five half shares of treasure. So. They're all going to quit. <laughs> we just ruined the market. They're going to be like, we're out. <laughs> well, let me, let me ask. Actually, though, Lisbeth and Sam Samantha didn't go on this Dell. Oh, you can't do that. Yeah, you I can't know, do that to them. Wait, 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 wait. They don't get XP. They don't get XP, baby. They're not getting shares of this. They weren't on the Dell. We hired and we're paying them to hang out. You can you can give them shit. They don't get XP. You can give them whatever money you want, but they do not get XP. Yeah. That's fine. Right, I, I think I think we should give them a bonus for sure. Their for wages sure. are two gold sure. pieces a day and a half share. So, okay, they're technically working for us right now. But anyway, yeah. okay. Okay, 100%. so here's the grand the grand total with also the seventy five gold that you found in lizard poop. Um, <laughs> Keep is, that separate, all right? <laughs> is eighty five eighty five thousand six hundred and eighty five? Okay. Um, that's the grand total of value. Uh, it's a massive amount. Now, however, the problem that you're dealing with right now is that um, you can only take 5,000 of those coins and then the bag is full. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, every every other single item is a slot. Okay. Okay. So, so that's um, every potion, every piece of jewelry, the box. All of those are one slot each. And then you also have 1,161 gold that you cannot fit into that bag. And that gold right. is, um, oh, wait, no, you can take even less of that civil die because it's 10 times as heavy. So, um, so the, we have to take, um, uh, so, okay. So it's actually, uh, you can only carry 500 solid die. That's right. You can only carry 500 solid die. Yeah. In the sack. Yes. All right. Um, and there's uh, 6,000 no, solid die. There's six thousand. One thing we can do is just stick our torches and bedrolls and you know wineskins in the in the stone. Yeah, 100% yeah. Agree. 100% Max agree. out everybody's. So if a normal slot is a hundred coins, then a regular a solid die slot is ten coins. Is that That's right, right, John? Mm-hmm. Yes. So ten coins so per slot. Yeah. What's everybody. Slottage, Ted. Oh my God. We can't even me. begin to. Like, maybe I can carry 100 Solidi, yeah. you know, per character. Well, per, prior to the Solidi, how many, how many slots are our items? Let's just start with the items. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I can carry 10 additional slots worth of items, which is basically 100 Solidi. I, I have a lot of slots too, but how many, how many items do we have? Items. Uh, okay, Niall has one, two, three. No, 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 not on, not on our persons, guys. I'm asking Ted how many items non coinage that that Ted. Oh, in the in the stout in the chest. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the, the necklaces, the earrings, the potions. Yeah, you can wear jewelry. Okay. So that would jewelry easy. be worn, so we can just wear those. You can wear all the jewelry. We could wear the jewelry. 
There's there's four pieces of jewelry that are one slot each. A box. We could leave the potions for now because we're going to come back this way. We might want them. So, um, even if everybody carried a hundred solidi in their backpack and a hundred in a large sack, and we walked home with two hundred, I mean, we that's like you, said, know. You, you still haven't given me a number. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to be. I, like, I'm I not keep sure asking the asking. actual number. We have four jeweled necklaces, a box. Mm-hmm. That's how it. many? How many potions? Three. There's three, three potions. potions. So that's that's eight items that aren't coinage, which is what I was asking. So we have eight slots minimal that we have to occupy prior to coinage, right? No, well, because the jewelry doesn't occupy a slot because you just wear it. Is and that the, true, yeah. John? The minute we put it on? No, no. It's it's uh it's it, it occupies because it's so heavy. It's it's it's, it's oh, okay. jewelry. It's, yeah. it's okay. not like a baby jewelry. Yeah. Okay, so we have we have eight slots that we have to count for prior to the coinage, unless we're leaving the potions, right? Yes, which I think right. I think so, we should. I think so we should let's, let's do that. Do that first, right? So without the potions, we have five slots to occupy, unless we want to open the box now. Correct. I think we leave the box for now. Okay, we should leave the box for now. I'll I mean, leave the box. Okay. I mean, we we can take the box, but the box can just it just occupies a slot, right? But what's in the box? What's, what's in the box? Want, I do want to know what's in the box. It's Pandora, I'm sure, but um, I guess it pales in comparison to all that shiny gold. Apparently, I don't That's know. Cool. Man, but, okay, I'm well, here to look. Can I can I take a look at this box? <laughs> why don't you let Why don't you let Atticus check it for traps first? Sure, Atticus, go for it, baby. All right. I mean, also tomorrow. Well, it would it would like use me from. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. That's his his answer. Ah, uh, he can pick. He can try and pick the lock too. Okay, it looks like it'd be a very fine lock. Okay. Atticus looks I like he's happy a as a pig and shit. No, Atticus, you suck. That's fine. All right. There's a, a oh, very. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm going to shrink Clavum down to a lock pick. <laughs> I was waiting. God. Mike is on fire. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Clavum and you. Uh, and you're like Atticus. <laughs> Just step aside, I, brother. <laughs> I give him a wink as I like. <laughs> yeah. Atticus he, he, is like, you had this the whole time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Master, what a fine, a fine tool you have. Um he uh tool you that's what I'll say. <laughs> you, <laughs> you open it up and you yep. expect to see some more jewelry or maybe some notes in there, but you it, what you see inside is something that you've never seen the like of before. It's very, very strange in there. So inside this oblong rectangular box, right, 16 inches wide, it is um, uh, lined with a very, very fine velvet uh, that seems to be deteriorating a little bit. Um, But the velvet has been cut into a number of grooves, Uh, uh, a lot of them actually, probably about like 50 or so, like very, very fine. And in those grooves, almost like slides, like microscope slides, are long, thin rectangles of stone a very very fine delicate stone like tiles they're little and they are they they do look to be like the size the size of obviously your characters wouldn't know but they like the size of microscope slides they're all like slotted in there oh okay um are they teleportation yeah they're not the teleportation tiles uh, they no, no, those are squares and those are r- rather okay. thick. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, we can see them. We all got a little excited there. <laughs> you can see that um, on the underside of the lid of the box, um, 
uh, there is the same sigil that was on top of the box, right? Um, that has sort of been embossed in the velvet. Is that the word embossed or uh, uh, carved in not, wood? Probably. Not carved. No, it's like in velvet. So it's like um, uh, embroidered, oh, embroidered, um, embroidered, embroidered in the velvet on the top. And then there is a uh, name that is written underneath, um, also in, embroidered. And that name is uh, Flavius Marcalis. Oh, Uncle Flavius. Oh, this is a family heirloom. Oh, how wonderful. Thank you for finding this. <laughs> I'll just take that. <laughs> so the stones are all that, the stones are the stone tiles are all in their slots. Can I very carefully lift one up and hold it to the lantern light? Okay, when you pick one up, you can see that it's very thin, very delicate piece of stone. However, uh, this is like takes like the most expert workmanship. There is a depression in the center of the stone tile that is circular, perfectly circular, that is covered with a fine, thin piece of transparent glass. They literally are slides. And underneath, like underneath that piece of glass, trapped in that very, very small cavity in the center, is a single lock of hair. Oh, this oh. is some weird shit. And then on, is... on the back, you actually see that there is a name that has been carefully engraved on the back. Um, I don't have them written, but it, it it's like um, uh, uh, ancient Archontian, like Mithric, basically in in name, a very Roman Latin name. I wonder if these are are like favored gladiators or something like that. Well, these are the control things, right? Like if you've got somebody's hair, you can find them or can dominate them or something like that. This is ancient magic. So with that in mind, John, I have no experiential reference for something like this. No, at least the component parts, like Ted said. Uh, no, you, so this is uh, it's actually important. Like, unfortunately, it isn't a negative, but just the fact that it is negative, like you don't have no experience, might tell you something. It's you've never seen anything of its like before. It's, it's very, very creepy. <clears throat> Love okay. that. I'm going to put it back, John, and, and very carefully, and then we'll we'll close the lid. Is there? But I don't think we. If there was a way to close it without locking it, yeah, it's just. Actually, a, it's, yeah, there, there, it, it is actually lock. like a like a, a lock that can be removed, right? Mm -hmm. You picked it, so um, you can just put the lock in your pocket if you want to, and it's just like a clasp. There's no key or anything inside for that lock, is there? No. Like, tucked in the velvet? Mm -mm. And there's and no I, other key in the treasure pile for it? No. Okay. I didn't hear your description of the outside of the box. Was there any religious iconography on the outside? or was No it religious, but there was. And shit. Yeah, gladiators were, uh, yeah. It appears that this was... Um, in, you know, like the sigil of, of the house or, or, or either of the school or perhaps the family that actually ran the school, something okay. like that. Okay. So guys, a quick count of like my three characters. If I dump all my mundane stuff that I, I don't mind leaving behind, I can carry a whopping 660 Arcantian Solidae. <laughs> so right. well, let me round help. that up, you know, generally across the party, you know, I'm just guesstimating here. We can probably get like maybe 1200 plus another 500 in the sack. Well, let me ask you something. Uh, how many sat large sacks do you have already? And were you, and were you figuring in that? I was figuring in each of my three guys carrying a large sack. Yeah. And don't forget okay. that one, one retainer or, or one person will be wholly dedicated to holding that sack, the Laryl sack. Right. Right. So that Laryl sack, you know, 500 coins, that's on top of what they can get in their backpack. So that's like about 600 coins for one person. Whoever's mm -hmm. holding that. It's going to yeah. take and 10 trips. It's going to take a lot of time. 
Well, why not, don't we take not 10, but you know, four or five trips? Why don't we take one full load back, stay the night, come su- as super early in the morning as we can, and do our delve, and on the way back, take another load? I have a I have a, a terrible idea, but I'll proffer it anyway. Okay. You all express concern that this would be shared in XP with all of our retainers. <laughs> and we already know that we can't take a, a meaningful enough mount back right now. There's not a is is there is there any it's value? Meaningful. I'm I'm just throwing it out there. It's meaningful, but I'm just throwing it out there. Is there any value in that being a consideration on whether we take this or stow it for now? And come back without our retainers to split that XP it's because a, the question. value, yeah. the value we would get out of all just the four of us doing multiple trips is higher than if we bring them to help us carry larger amounts out and then they split right. it all. Right. So I think it's if if we can secure it with any confidence, I think it's a much more valuable thing to just be the four of us taking it back and forth on these trips. He's not. We will. It will yeah. yield much more out of our experience, out of yeah. everything. Mike, um, how much of how much of this you're you're pushing on this is because you want Atticus to level? <laughs> <laughs> Which is not, legit, but no, but not like, not that much, dude. He's already leveled, so literally one trip back and he's going to level it. You you, you don't even need to take it if you just want Atticus to level. You could just you can go back out and right camp. Here. There's a danger, yeah. of course. It's not safe, but if you right. want, so if he, you're looking- here's my thing though, and I get that, but here's my thing, like. Yes, this treasure has remained undisturbed for millennia. Sure, got it. Okay, but the whole point of this adventure is for us to get rich. We are standing in front of said riches. In what motivation would we possibly have to be like, oh, look, we found a shit ton of money. Let's leave it. It just doesn't make sense to me as Mike. It doesn't make sense to my PC who is just here for the money. That's all he's here for, you know? Like th- this right. is the reason we're here. Is this hall right here? I thought we were friends. <laughs> well, sure. I, mean, I, I I I agree. I agree. But again, we already. I'll, I'll I'll phrase it a different way. We've spent a good bit of time already trying to manage the logistics of something that won't work out very easily, and with which we will get the worst possible outcome by using all of our retainers. Okay. Well, so, let me we, ask so, you so like so like as a meta decision again. You don't have to agree with me, but it's a meta decision getting to the adventure, stowing, playing the game, figuring that out, and maximizing our XP. Or as a character decision, me greedily not wanting to share it with these four other strangers who I'd met a week ago. You know what I mean? Like these aren't months that we've known these people. We've known them for like 10 days, right? Like <laughs> I think there's a lot of cause to say, like, get more money, get more XP, get to adventure. We've only known each other for a month. No, I know. Well, it's, right? I, I'll yeah. kill all of you right now. If so I here, here's my thing about spiders, that, right? and I'll take the loot. <laughs> can, can we calculate? Can we calculate how much we can get back to the inn in this walk? Because remember, as John said, we are only 350 feet from the walls of Arden Vool, and sure. we are only like I don't know, like oh, not that far away from the inn, like an hour. We could go make two halls today. There is, there's one. There's another thing that we can't, you know, disregard not just random encounters along the way. We're going to be a bright, shiny target loaded yes. down with stuff, right? And we have not 100% secured loot in an in-room with two guards that we know may not be secure the more we bring there, which means it all gets right. fucking stolen anyway, right? Like, th- there's just, like, this is more secure than the in-room. I'll put it that way. This I hidden stash right. is less likely to get robbed than all of our guards getting killed while we're dungeoneering with 
$100,000 worth of loot in an in-room with a easily breakable down door. Right, like well, that's true. There, there's just but like there's no reason we wouldn't just leave it here and go. Holy <laughs> fucking shit! We got to come back to this, right? Like this is my retirement savings, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I I will say, yeah, that slot for slot, we should take the jewelry. One hundred percent. That is, um, you know, twenty four thousand gold pieces worth of jewelry in four slots. Right. Totally. Take the jewelry. Keep that's going. Uh, All because right. we can keep going. Right. We can leave the money here. I'm going to say for the record that this is a huge mistake. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, this I, is I, a I, huge mistake. I hear this you. is why we're here. This is why we're here. Like any normal ex- archaeologist, explorers, Indiana Jones, whatever, would get to this and be like, we fucking found it. Let's go get donkeys and let's go back to Gosterwick and be drunk for two months. That's what would happen. But <laughs> we, we can't. We can do, by the way. This is a decision you, that we can make. But no. I, I think I think talking about it in the abstract is. This sounds like a good thing for the detox. All right, everyone, stay well, tuned for right. the detox. <laughs> where Mike bitches about this for like two hours. This Mike, if it makes you if it makes you feel any better, Mike, after this, we're gonna find out everything in the end is also stolen. So we'll have neither. Does that make that make you feel better? Here's the here's up with our stacks of gold and we remember all of these men are going to be there. I'm like, oh, we're going to back away quietly. But remember though, remember though, the true value of that stuff clicks as soon as we get there. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the real value. So if it gets stolen, we're like, ah, well, that really sucks. But we already get the XP for it. That's the big. I mean, never having to work again is a pretty high value. That would be nice, but. They this, this guy is a stronghold. This money is a stronghold. Okay, like, but, this again, is, but again, if that's our concern, let's like pursue it, right? If okay. this changes your priorities, again, this is like a detox combo, but it's also a play combo. Like if that changes your priorities intrinsically, that's something we discuss right now. Well, no, because I, I, I don't also think... want to go. I also want to go explore tunnels. Of course, I think I think it's just whether whether ah, you want to adventure ah, ah. or or do. 37 trips back and forth to the end and possibly <laughs> and possibly alert like everyone in town the competing huh? adventurers and anyone who might have ill will towards us because we're spending those, days those on scholars? days bringing piles of gold into an unsecure end room right yeah, think we don't, of, we think don't about... have we have this is why we needed another stash i mean i hate to say it but like fuck this is why i was like we gotta get another stash established quick guys we can't just yeah. use the end because this is the exact scenario where we're fucked because we don't have a better stash this is literally the problem right? with loot. this is literally the problem why is why i was saying stash was the highest priority yeah. other than garrett okay okay i Garrel. do think we should save this for the detox right. let's stash right, our shit right. let's take the it. jewelry <laughs> and go okay, okay so only the jewelry is going yeah okay no coins at all correct uh, no coins at all, okay. which means that we don't have to use Laryl's sack. We still have our regular equipment, right? Okay, so are you taking the jewelry, the three potions, and the box? Leave the box. Leave the box. Leave we the should box? take the we should take the potions though. Those always seem to. Okay, uh, so that's come that's, back that's seven slots worth of items. Um, each each. Uh, so uh, okay, guys, so you there's the, seven of us here. Yeah, four players and three retainers. Everybody uh, can take a thing. Yeah, there's a right. four, there's four retainers actually. There's eight of you. Wait. Atticus, Codswallop, Yost, Yost and Yost. Oh, no, I, I forgot about Yost. Sorry, how man. How dare you? How dare you? That's yeah. all right. <laughs> um. Okay, so okay, I'm going to mark this as stashed for the coins. I'm going to say that the uh, arguing 
about what to do with everything. <laughs> the count. It was a thing. Like your characters definitely would have been talking totally, about it. Totally, oh, yeah, um, totally fair. I love that. And then deciding to like not take the coins after taking the, having already taken them out to count them and then putting them back in. Um, I'm going to say like another two turns is goes by before you have actually decided to leave the room. Um, it's almost time to sleep now. What 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 time does that put us at, John? Oh, it's not that late. You're at uh, one twenty right now. Okay. Um, but you know, dice have to be rolled, so. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, how dare uh... you, man? <laughs> All right. Uh, hilarious. Okay. Boy, I did not expect my loot log to instantly be wild. filled up with this much value. That's wild. I mean, I, I will say for all the, the back and forth, a uh, great job, uh, Mike, on finding that. And I'm sorry if we lose. I'm <laughs> <laughs> as sorry as I'm going to be. <laughs> all right. So everybody's going to mark down a piece of jewelry on there. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Nyal, so, yeah. Uh, Av was full. So uh, Nyal will take two. All right, so as yeah, you guys are you're draping the uh, draping the jewels over you, stowing the potions, putting all the and the the henchmen are putting all of the um, the uh, coins back into the vault. Now that all is happening on uh, uh, basically in the southeastern part of this fifty foot uh, square chamber. Um, um, as you are doing that, uh, you can hear in the uh, in the far northwestern side of the chamber, you can hear a. What sounds to be like a like a low wind, just like a coming from there, and there definitely wasn't much of a draft in the area. Okay, so this is a new a new thing, which means an egress is opened. It sounds like by someone. Is that fair to to guess? Okay. Or there's a, a windy guy here to kill us. Hold on. So the the stone vault was in the southeast corner. You said right? Mm-hmm, yep. Uh, on the south wall or the east wall? The east wall, and you hear a, like a low moaning wind coming from the north, like all the way across, fifty feet away, beyond your lantern light. You can hear what sounds to be like a low moaning wind coming from, yeah, which you assume was, was from the hole, which is also in the northwestern okay. side. That's, okay, okay, gotcha. Well, um, you see that at the very as you sort of turn around you can see that the edge of your lantern light which is relatively stable because it's like oil right not a torch um the the edge of that light appears to shimmer a little bit like the darkness sort of moves a little bit at the edges and then in that area in the northwest that darkness starts to encroach back upon you and then detach from the greater darkness as, <laughs> as four dark shapes slither across the ground and then actually rise up, forming three-dimensional shadows. That hey, John, can I ask a question you. before this starts? Yes. Did we successfully stow the loot back in this compartment before this happened? Yes, is at the end of your stashing. Okay. Okay, like you're, you're basically that. like you're like in the midst of like closing the stone cube. And you have like this massive jewelry, like, well, one of you has like the big, big ass brooch and one of you has like the huge collar um, and one of you has a necklace. So you actually, there's like three things like draped around you. And then when you notice this uh, thing, these things pull away. Matt. TPK, baby. TPK, you ready? Matt, <laughs> get out there with your holy symbol, bro. I, 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 will, I will try. I don't know if, uh, do, do, they seem, do they seem kind of deadish? 
And they moan. It doesn't look anything natural to you. You can see like through them, but it's like darkness, right? Like they're they're literally like living shadows that have risen up off the ground and vaguely humanoid forms with like tendrils of smoky shadow, like reaching towards you at the same time. I don't know if it's going to work, but I'll try it. They are 30 feet away. I would like to uh, hold up my holy symbol and ask these guys politely to get the fuck out. I'm sure you would. So uh, let's roll for initiative, shall we? No. <laughs> no. Sorry, John. He's one weird. question: These do not resemble what killed uh, Osric, do they? No. They do okay, not. good. Oh, poor Osric. He would have loved eighty-five thousand gold pieces. Well, killed Osric actually oh, had like a shape, like you could actually make out what kind of uh, person it was. You know, these, yeah, I thought right. so. These are much I more amorphous. You win. Yeah, uh, they are re- they are coming uh, towards all of you. Um, I will be rolling at random unless you did, unless you meet them. Uh, anyone? Uh, so I'm sorry. Uh, what? Uh, so we have one spell casting of turn undead. Any other spell casting going on? Oh, oh I'm scrambling to read improved fantastical force real quick. Sorry, sorry. One second. <laughs> yeah, spiders probably don't have brains, or shadows probably don't have brains. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to affect them much, but I can create a scene. So I just wanted to see what the stipulations on that were. Okay. Uh, real quick for the audience, uh, either changing the appearance of the affected area or creating an appearance of something new, the scene disappears if touched. Uh, 20-foot cubed area, stipulations or concentration. Uh, uh, even when concentration is broke, it persists for two rounds after. Uh, that's it, basically. Okay, I don't think it's useful in this situation, but good to know. Probably no spells, okay. No spells. Um, movement, what are you doing? I think Matt, doesn't Matt's turning count as a spell? Hmm? Matt's just turning, just turning. Well. yeah. Count. Yeah, it's a spell, but it's uh, yeah. but that's later but in the I, round. So movement first. Who's going? Yeah, uh, uh, I'm going to move up to them and attack. Okay. I uh, um, should I I should try to do my turning uh, first just to see if they do you it. Can't so, spells happen later in the round? Oh, okay. Then I won't do that. But if if I can, can I move ahead of time? Uh, I, oh, I'm sorry. So movement happens first. So Goran's going to move up. He doesn't attack first. Your your turn would go first. Is anyone else moving into combat with them, or moving away, or moving generally? I just I just want to move so that if my turning does shoo them away, that it shoes them into the corner away from the hole that we want to go into and the the ladder. So I don't think I want to go in the hole anymore. You, you cannot move ever. Seal's turning takes all of your um, actions for the round, so you must. Stand then I where will you are. think about doing that and stand where I am. Okay, <laughs> I will. I will move uh, to the back of the formation. That's, that's yeah. what I will be doing. Okay, Yost. And more both have magic weapons, so we will move up to support Gorant. Okay. Thank uh, you. Yeah, Any uh, other Nyal, Nyal will stand uh, uh, in front of me and protect me. Atticus? Atticus is basically going to be hiding behind David. Okay. <laughs> God's wallop's going to hide behind that. Is, is this like a competition for who's behind who? Because I'm going to be like, no, Atticus, get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> any, any missile weapons? Uh, God's wallop is going to Get out his short bow, although I don't think it's going to do anything. John, actually, does a magic wand count as a missile weapon or a spell when we're declaring? FYI, uh, I would call you it know? a, I would call it a missile. Okay. Um. Good so if uh, so, no one, no one had a missile weapon out, right? So is anyone pulling out a missile weapon? Yeah, that's what Codswallop's going to do. Okay. So now turn Speaking on. Speaking of missile weapons, David, what did you do with those two arrows we found in the sarcophagus? Storage, presumably. Okay. I, I can't remember, to be honest. I okay. stored up most of that stuff. Okay. Um, let's let's yes, keep it up. Let's keep it up. We got we don't have turn on dead. We don't have it. Go. Fine. Right, right, right. Oh, so Matt, that's go. a 2d6, correct? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here we go, baby. Let's roll high. 
Uh, six. Mediocre. Uh, okay, so um, as you uh, uh, let's yeah yeah as uh, it, it, yeah you you hold forth your 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 uh, your holy symbol. Um, but uh, it appears to have no effect on these creatures as they continue oh, to move forward. Do, do it, does it feel like it was just uh, like didn't have enough oomph or does it seem like these things are not un- D- dead? difficult to tell? They did not seem to to um, react to it at all. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they didn't they didn't like jerk back and then continue forward. They just kind of moved. They kept moving towards you with, as if nothing had happened. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, can we, um, those in melee. Can we activate the ring and boost up Yost, or is that an action? That's an action. Yeah, okay. you can do it, but I, I can do that and cast. Oh, oh Everest Yost? No, no, sorry. Yeah, turn on dead is uh, spell is like the only thing you can do, and turn on yeah, dead. That's what I was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can okay. go it next round. Melee. Okay, go ahead. Who wants to go first? Yost will point out his spear and. Um, he will thrust it into the very heart of this, uh, the heart of darkness here. And I've uh, lost the stupid piece of paper with his combat stats on it. Give me just a moment. Um, the magic spear, you said they were vaguely humanoid, right? Vaguely, yeah. Does that count enough for um, the purposes of the black iron spear? You don't know. Oh, fair enough. Um, all right. I will uh, roll a uh, d20, and we'll see what happens. Their AC is 12. Well, I think a 19 is pretty good for that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Very nice, very nice. And um, sorry, this, my, it turns out the paper character sheet is only as good as finding the piece of paper that has the information you want. (laughs) (laughs) I, I came have... prepared, everybody. Yeah, no. <laughs> you guys have sheets of paper. I have a over a thousand page tone. What's sorry. your excuse? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, it's a D8. Roll a D8. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. A, I think because he. Okay, fine. I think it's actually higher than that because he leveled up. Who is it? Yeah. Well, it's a D10. Three plus his strength bonus, plus it's either a plus one or a plus two from the Black Iron Sphere if they're sufficiently humanoid. So, not a lot of damage. Three, four, five, six, seven. Seven, is that the plus one or plus two? That's the plus one. Okay, so it does seven points of damage. Um, the the spear does seem to pierce the incorporeal form itself as it seems to meet resistance, strangely enough, and the thing actually jerks back um, and lets out a uh, low, uh, windy moan. Uh, okay, but, but, but tries to basically crawl up, like you can see, like its tendrils sort of like um, grab the black iron spear and it sort of shunts itself up the spear t- and reaches towards Yost, whose eyes go wide in horror. Okay. Next, I, I was wrong. It's, it's not actually a D eight, a D ten. It is a D eight. Mike was right. I haven't, I haven't bumped up yet. I'm sorry. That's fine. Ready to roll? No, let's go move to the next person. Who's next? Okay. okay. All right. I'm going to attack the same one Yost just attacked. Okay. Nineteen on the die. That's, that's a hit. Nice. That's a twenty. Sweet. Ten points. 
10 points. What are you using? I'm using my plus one spear, Clavum. Okay. Uh, um, as you come in from the side with your spear, um, it dissipates into like a poof of smoke, just like it dissipates I like, away. I and, like uh, give Yos a high five. Hey, Yos is like, oh, nice. thank you. And his like, spear like clangs to the ground. All right. Mort will sneak in with the pin. Whoa, that's three nineteens in a row. It's kind of weird. Crazy. I'll take so, it. Yeah, and he does a D eight plus. Uh, what, is that a is that a six? That's, that's a, a six. six. Yeah. Plus seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten points. Uh, ten points. Nine. Wait, the dagger is plus, plus three. three. You got plus two from strength, so that's eleven. Eleven. Eleven points. Who is this? Mort? Mort. Mort. Okay, Mort, you leap forward as well, um, and driving the dagger home, it also dissipates in a puff of black mist. Nice. Sweet. Well done. Anyone else in melee? Okay. No. No one uh, else is in melee? Cosmob trying to pull out a bow. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Nyal had pulled back to protect in case one of them pulls up. Okay. Uh, it is their turn. There are two left. Um, they are uh, none of the, the, neither of them are engaged, so they are free roaming and they Ooh, are going. I thought there were only three. Were there four? There's four. There were four. Oh, yeah, I um, thought there were three too. And there are eight of you. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Oh, I'm not in melee. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Uh, so let's see. That's going to be um, uh, who did I say? Yost, and then yeah, Nyal. So uh, reaching, we'll say Leda was actually reaching for Avaricios, and um, uh, Nyal steps up uh, to take the brunt of the attack um, as he bears the Ruiner of Appetites, and we have. That's definitely going to be a miss, I believe. That's going to be only an eleven. Um, that's not going to do it. That does not hit him. The other one is going to attack. Uh, it reaches for Onware. Who was standing in front of Onware? Uh, Atticus. The thief, I thought. Atticus, yeah. Atticus is going to be attacked. What? He was hiding behind Onware. I said no to that. <laughs> what is Atticus's AC? Atticus's armor class is 13, John. Oh, I misses him. All right. So uh, they both dodge out of the way. Um, the, you can feel uh, a cold... Breath, like something cold, like gets really close to Atticus's face as as the miscode misses him just barely. Uh, top of the round, is there any spellcasting going to go on or any retreating from melee? Um, I guys, I mean, I I want to participate, but I think I'm going to save my spells for now. If y'all well, are extinguishing them pretty easily, yeah, I so. think I think we're doing pretty well with weapons. Okay. Any any retreats? No. Okay. Atticus uh, is going to move away from him, John. Just, Atticus, just, just hold on, hold on. We're just oh. doing the declarations. Uh, we're going to do initiative. Four point. I got. I mean, four points. Four. I got it. Five. Oh. You guys win. Okay. Now, done. well done. Moves. Okay. Atticus moves as far away from it as he possibly can. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm retreating away from the one that's attacking us as okay. well. So. You guys can both get close to the ladder if that's where you want to be. That's where I'll go. Okay. Anyone else moving? Uh, Avarisos is also going to uh, take a take a step back so that he can uh, uh, draw his weapon. Okay. okay. Anyone else? Moves? Uh, I'm attacking. Okay. Uh, missile weapons. I think Codswell has a bow out. He does. All right. You want to do that first? Yeah, I guess we do. What, okay. what kind of weapon is it? 
It is a short bow and a short bow. Yeah, short bow. He's probably not going to hit, but let's just find out. 16 plus nothing. 16. Okay. Uh, so he, he fires. It goes directly through the thing and like a little poof of smoke goes out the back and the thing continues forward unharmed. I figured. Mark off an arrow. Uh, Godwell craps himself at that point. <laughs> <Got> <laughs> okay. Melees, go. Uh, go ahead, Yost. Yost. The black iron spear, my mighty muscles lift it and I stop it into a bad thing. So that is... It's AC 12, so you hit, you know, I, I'm telegraphing oh, okay. ACs, yeah. All right. Okay, so D8 plus nice six plus uh, four damage, so uh, ten. Ten points. Ten, all right. <laughs> Yost rams the spear in again. It basically almost dissipates entirely, but can. Uh, but, but basically it's like uh, head. Head continues forward, gaping towards Yost. He's like, she's like that at all. Not again. Nah. Next. <laughs> I'll go ahead and attack. Uh, life, do you want it? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll try yeah, and clean up the one on Yoast. Oh! You stumble on your way over and can't quite come come to Yoast's rescue. He's like, little man, where are you? Quick! Uh, so Mort will leap in. Mort will take up the slack. Oh, apparently. <laughs> Mort leaps in and does... Um... Three, six, seven, eight, eight points. Excellent. Uh, you, Finishing it off. Okay. You, you finish it off. And Yost was like, yes, I met you, little man. That's right. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so the, the one that's left, I think, is probably the one that took its swing at um, Nyal. Uh, oh, so yeah. he's going to uh, swing back with the ruiner and try to ruin its appetite. Okay. Oh, a palpable yes. Yes. Nice. 17 on the dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a plus five to hit, so that's... Uh, AC uh, is 12. You hit. Sound. Well done. And, uh, D10 damage. That is uh, four plus uh, three. So seven points total seven points. of damage. Okay, so uh, he hacks into the thing. Uh, it, uh, it continues to move forward, although it has to sort of sidestep around. Uh Continues to come. All right. That was the end of the round. No one else is attacking, right? Okay. Uh, top of the round. Melee movement spells. No? Wait, it didn't well, attack. They, they didn't. Oh, they didn't attack. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're going to get a turn. I always job. short shrift myself. Okay. So that is, I think that's a one-on-one with Nyal. So here we go. What's Nyal's AC? Yeah. Uh, Nyal's AC is 14. 14. Here we go. Oh, just barely missed uh, with a little bit of a die. That's just barely sidesteps it, puts up his shield. It doesn't have I'm a shield. Okay, with that. Battle, um, yeah. okay, top of the round. I assume no movement, no um, no spells, right? No, uh, this is cleaned no. up. Okay. Uh, although I, I do, uh, Avaricios did take out his uh, mace last time, so he will. I think Matt can roll this initiative because it's Neal's, man. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I'll do I it. got a three. Oh, uh, I got a one. Oh, okay. It, it continues to press the attack against uh, Neal. Um, yeah. Oh, missed again. God, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing any good. All right. Amazing. All right. Yeah. Nyal's going to chop this no, thing. Bob's and leaves. And he's like, oh. Huzzah. 17 again on nice. the dice. Was this Nyal or Avaricios? Um, yeah. Uh, that was uh, uh, Nyal. Okay. Well done. Avaricious. Well done. Yeah. He'll, he'll do it if he needs to, but you know. <laughs> Rather have it. 
That's what you got retainers for, man. All right. Oh, that's a oh. one on the D10, uh, but a total of four. Four is four exactly points. what you needed as the last one. Yes. Um, <laughs> wow. the, the sense of cold that uh, was was in the midst of the room there, in the midst of your lantern light, slowly fades away until it becomes the musty, uh, as he, dank warmth of the normal chamber. As he cuts into the thing, he looks at it and says, tell me, do you bleed? <laughs> Uh, and so, then he looks at his axe. Yeah, that's a good a good question. Strangely enough, that it was still the blood of the lizard that remains on the uh, on the ruiner. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a no. <laughs> um, can we take this opportunity to go tucking kids and get more beer? Yes, absolutely. We will. Be... I got. I guess I got to get more kids. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after this break. Okay, we have returned from our break. Um, and okay, so they got the. Necklaces, necklaces and all the jewelry draped around them. They have defeated those strange, misty, incorporeal creatures. And you can they, take shadows. It's okay. And you are beating ass out of here. Right? Beating our ass down the and, tunnel, man. Let's go. Yeah. That's that's the compromise we came up with, is we're going to take the jewelry, leave the coins, keep delving. Oh, you're continuing to delve. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to cash in all the jewelry. Okay. Great. No, man. A short life and a merry one. Let's go. <laughs> I, I love the way John tempts us. I, 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 I'm sure you honestly forgot that, but I did. I like. I like he thinking is, you're just tempting. John us. is. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> tip. I don't know if this is a GM tip we should we should offer people, but John's very good at baiting us. <laughs> it takes years I mean, of friendship. You do whatever you want. Friendship do. to be this. It's good a low at, at bar, though. <laughs> it's a very low all it is, bar. It's just presenting <laughs> all of your options because you may oh, not be aware. Sure, that's what it is, John. All right. Uh-huh. John's like you. There's a squirrel, but uh-huh. I'm just saying. Sometimes, <laughs> as you as you just admitted, sometimes our rule can be a little bit overwhelming. So mm-hmm. I just want to remind you that you may have forgotten certain things. Okay, moving <laughs> over the to hole of death. moving over to Albert, where we've got this extremely detailed and complex map going on here. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Jed. Yeah. Jed, you are doing a bang up job on this. Yeah. Hey, John, can I can I do a really dumb thing? I'm going to do the one last well, one last bit and 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 ask if it's possible to have retroactively made sure there wasn't a second compartment hidden at the back of the first when we unlocked take a turn. all that gear. Would you guys want me to look? Because everyone loves a second hidden compartment inside a first one. Or would you want to do it later? Yeah, and you also have this uncanny ability to find crap like that. Yeah, so and please the reason do. I'm and, asking because it And 85,000 gold isn't enough for on where <laughs> Maybe there's more. Just, let's, do, let's do this next time, David. Let's do this when we get okay, our shit out of Let's do it next time. I agree. Okay, moving okay. on. All right, moving on. I have, I have my protractor ready that you asked for. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. That's how we're doing this. I love it. Okay, so um, uh, you're moving towards the northwestern side of this 50-foot large room, directly towards where you saw those things detach from the shadows. Um, but the coldness does not uh, appear to be there, and there is no it appears to be no evidence of those things having uh, ever existed. Was it all a dream? Who knows? Um <laughs> Anyways, yes. So once again, uh, to be clear, there is a hole not in the wall, but in the floor. The floor. Yeah, and it's uh, it's about like ten feet out from like the northwestern corner. It is rough, as if something had come out from the floor itself. But peering in with your lantern, uh, and that is who's that hearing that? Atticus. 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 Yeah, Atticus is is carrying the lantern. Yeah, um, it is a three foot wide opening, and then it slopes down into the northwest and so you can basically shimmy down there 
but once you're sort of um, in in the t hole itself, it's only about four feet tall, mm. and so it's it's three feet wide. So we're talking about um, uh, extremely cramped. There is no possible way to actually wield anything but like a thrusting weapon forward. Right, you can't take like swings. Right. It's impossible. Yeah. Um, That's all right. And uh, all right. and you definitely have to go like one by one. There is no and the, and it's impossible basically to backtrack. <laughs> okay, this, this, is, this is what we call I a red flag. Crazy. <laughs> Mort will go first because he's got shield and a one-handed weapon. Uh, unless unless um, Goran feels that his spear is the right thing to be in front. I'm well, actually we have there any. They're like Go three ahead. people with thrusting weapons, so we're yeah. That's pretty that are good. Four feet tall or less. Well, okay, but well, two then, Mort's, Mort's proposing. There, can I ask two questions? Oh, yeah. did I cut you off, Ted? Sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Uh, is one classically? Is there any value in having the the scout have a rope around their waist and go a little further and report back, rather than all of us? inchworm through at the same time on the first go and two is there any value in uh like classically throwing a stone and seeing how far it echoes or doing anything to just get a spatial sense of whether it is very long or if there are any if this if it falls you know go ahead one of the advantages of having ted and i go ahead is that we both have infravision so we should be able to see that ahead of time i'm 100 percent <laughs> down with us tying a guide rope to our, to each other, you know? Yeah. You want to give like a, like a 20, 30 foot, like uh, yeah. head start. I wouldn't yeah. mind if Yost perhaps took the flank in case someone comes behind us. Someone's strong in the back, someone's strong in the forward. Or someone, Nial, Nial's armor class is higher, right? Like, I don't know. Whoever's got, makes the sense. Everyone's got the armor class is higher than Yost. Right. Yeah. Cool. Let's do it. So who's in, who's in front? Give me the marching order. Uh, I'll go first, followed by Mort. Okay. So I can always pick them up and throw them at things. Mm -hmm. and oh, then, great. Thank you. <laughs> and then uh, and then there's about a 20-foot lag between us, John. Uh -huh. And then and then I think at that point it's going to be what? Avaricios. Atticus. Um, He's got the lantern. Atticus, oh, Atticus, Avaricios, David. Get, Yost, and and yeah. Codswallop, I guess, will be. I'll have him right behind Mort just so that because he's also short and has information. So uh, and he's stealthy okay. too, right? Hold, hold on. This is all jacked up now. Um, <laughs> Ted, how you you monster? I know it's callous okay. disregard for the feelings of the GM. I have Gor Goran and Mort are using infravision, so you're okay with Atticus with the lantern being twenty feet back. That's deliberate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so Atticus is Atticus isn't in the front of the main party. Then is that right? That's what I'm proposing. It doesn't have to be that way. But I'm also I mean, proposing. I personally actually, should be in front of him. That, yeah, if, if he's kind of in the middle, that's good. I'm, because that way the guy in the back can see behind him if anything comes up. We can see just far enough. Okay, so give me the, give me the orders without Gorn and Mort. So uh, right behind Mort is Codswallop. Then okay. the break. Then oh. Yost. Okay. Yost up front. Okay. Then what, Av? Then Atticus, mm -hmm. then Onwear, then Neal. Correct. Yeah, that sounds good. Got it. Neal in the back. All right, cool. So that's uh, is that eight? Yeah. yeah, so there's only a little bit. Uh, well, no, that's probably about 15 feet of light. Uh, sleepy, dopey, yeah. uh, bashful. 
Okay, right. so uh, the short guys are up front. Got it. All right, cool. All right, so Gorn, Mort, and Codswallop uh, are the first to go down there. Um, Gorn, you have to stoop a little bit, um, and you guys are using your infravision. You are only seeing like basically the the vague color, the vague shifting colors of the gray stone um, as you move down uh, into these winding tunnels. All right, so. Um, Ted and I discussed this in advance. Um, the way that we're going to do this, because these are not, these are um, tunnels and caverns and such like that. So they're winding and natural rather than like strict angles. So this takes on a whole other dimension of uh, mapping. Um, and we're going to do our best to convey this. We decided that the best way to do it is actually to give um, relative angles to 90 degrees. So if 90 degrees is north and south and zero degrees is east and west, we'll just do it relative to that in addition to giving the cardinal directions. So... Um, it wends away northwest, Ted, about about eighty degrees northwest. So north by northwest. There you go. Um, and it goes for. Uh, it starts to slope down almost immediately after about fifty feet. It slopes down and starts to widen up. Okay, um, to the point where after about fifty feet, um, everyone can stand comfortably. The tunnels themselves, um, the tunnel itself sorts, uh, depending on where you are in the tunnel, is about 8 to 12 feet wide, depending. So on the map itself, it's actually fairly fairly narrow. Um, And they are about 9 to 12 feet tall. So it's only, so there's like that gradual slope down, and it's like a little bit tight, and then it just opens up into this massive, wide and tall tunnel, right? There does not appear to be any, there's debris on the ground of rock scree and stuff like that, but there doesn't appear to be any signs of habitation down here. And it generally just smells sort of musty and dank. Um, You don't see any indication of any sort of growth. Like there doesn't appear to be any um, lichen or moss or fungi uh, of any sort. No uh, writing or markings on the wall of any sort. Mm -mm. You just hear like, you just hear like a, your voices echo. Your breath echoes as well. Um, it's uh, relatively temperate, and you can hear just like the like a plink plink of of water every once in a while, just sort of echoing. Um, and you can hear like rocks or like you know, and, and it makes your heads turn, you know, like because it's so quiet. You know, every shift of your feet of like all eight of you, you know, echoes the 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 rocks scree around. You know what I mean? Like it's just yep. very very extra loud. All right, so. Um, it goes on for about, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four. So about 200 feet. Does that um, include the first 50? Including the first 50, yeah. So uh, so about 200 feet, and at that point, it ends about 90 degrees direct north, at which point the uh, the cavern branches. Both okay, t- wait. Hold on. So it does it is it continuing... So it goes 200 feet in generally that same direction. Doesn't really change. Yeah, but it, but it 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 winds its way right in a vaguely northwesterly direction. But by the end of the 200 feet, it sort of curves back until it's like basically hitting right at uh, direct north, like 90 degrees. Like direct north of what? I don't know what you mean. Like it's it's going direct, like so when you said it left that 50 foot square at sort of northwest. And it goes straight that way, then it turns and it's heading straight north at some point. Is that what you're saying? It, yeah, just by the end, it does. Like it's all very vague. You're never going to get it perfectly right because okay, it's fine. Yeah, so you're just you're just so drawing something like this. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, a little wider because yeah. it widened up. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and you can draw like a little corridor. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's 12 feet wide, but you know what I mean? So it's, you know, it does actually it make it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's to scale. Yeah. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah. So at that point uh, it actually opens up. Uh, so it actually comes to an end, but the passage, the, uh, the tunnels uh, continue. One goes towards, uh, the Northwest and one continues directly East. So, um, one is basically going at zero degrees and the other one is going at, um, basically like a 45 degree angle towards the Northwest off into the darkness. Like so? Uh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, I, I highly recommend Ted that you can, <laughs> you can widen those a little bit like that. <laughs> that, that just looks like a line. You know what I mean? Like you are actually able to like, you know what I mean? You know, it's like so you know, one, it's like one I'm fifth the, way in on it, I guess, because at the scale I'm looking at, it, it, it is a wide. It's corridor. it's basically like, it would be like one fifth the width of like the square, right? That's what you kind of, you want to look at. Yeah. Uh, John, I have a question while we're, while we're fine tuning this, um, the cardinal directions that we're using within the dungeon, within the mapping, does that correspond to the cardinal directions above ground as well? Yeah. Okay. All right. So north is north, yeah. we know, we know that the ruins are east. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Cause we came west. That's right? correct. Mm -hmm. So if we're looking for the places that we've been, that's east. Right. Yes. So the, what I'm going to do here is um, um, you guys are moving at 90. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to round that up to you're actually moving 100 because that makes it easy for the squares. Cause that means that every two squares that you move, it's one turn. Okay. So uh, one, okay. two, three, four, five, you've moved uh, yeah, five. So um, uh, what is that? So that's a, uh, yeah. So that's going to be four turns. One, two, Four. Yeah. Okay. So it is now 2 p.m., a little bit after 2. Uh, I like where. Matt's point about, well, I presume you're saying then, Matt, is we should go east, which I think is accurate. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's hard to tell. I, We're after Garelad's secrets. We don't know if those are farther west or whatever, but at least east we know is going to hopefully connect. Right. Yeah. I think it's worth saying, too, when we come to an intersection like this. Us advanced party waits for the rest of the party to catch up so we can have the discussion, right? Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. And okay. while we're waiting, we can listen, I guess. And and, and be aware that this whole northern passageway for about 200 feet, bit, bit, like, sloped down gradually, right? Um, and then uh, when you're at this intersection going northwest and east, it appears to be level in either direction. Mm. Can we get a sense of how far we slope down? Uh, yeah, you get... Um, Let's see. Uh, I'd say it's probably about 20 feet or so. Um, uh, John, I would like to um, reach into the bag and pull out um, a piece of chalk. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to uh, mark um, an arrow pointing uh, not back the way that we came, but towards that uh, north uh, northwest area. The northwest passage. Mm -hmm. So we need to know. Remember, everybody, don't follow the arrow. Go the other way. When there's an arrow, go the other way. <laughs> so if anybody else is using it, they'll they'll go they'll go that way. That's a very smart. That's operation. a very clear yeah. Gablisian yeah, move right a, there. <laughs> good idea. Deception. Yeah. All right. Okay, so you're heading east, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. 
Okay, so it heads east for about another 100 feet as you slowly move your way through the tunnels, which takes another turn. That in, oh, sorry, John, is that... Directly, uh, if, I, if I say directly east, it means zero degrees. Right, that, I'm just going to, never mind. I was going to ask a very silly question and forget it. Okay, um, so yeah, then uh, at about, uh, so it starts to wend down for another 15 feet for about at a 15 degree angle to the southeast. And then it, it, it starts to curve gently towards the south for another 100 feet at about a 45 degree angle to the southeast. To the south. 100 feet, you said? Yeah. Down in there? Somewhere like that. Yep. And another turn goes by. Yep. Hold on one moment. Okay. Uh, and then it levels out and it goes uh, for another 100 feet directly to the east. And then you can see at that point, um, it's heading, uh, let's see, southeast at about a 30 degree angle. Um, and at that point, it actually starts to gently climb its way upward. And there wait, doesn't, there so doesn't, wait, hold on, hold on. So from this point here, it now is going 30 degrees south, southeast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at that exact point, it starts to slowly uh, crawl its way upward. It's a little bit of a strain on your calves. And that doesn't seem another hundred feet. Hmm. Another hundred feet. You haven't moved yet. I'm counting right now. Hold on. Um, because remember, oh. like every square, your lantern light doesn't even go to the end of the square, right? Um, so right. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So for let's see, eight times uh eight times five is four hundred feet. Please, Louise. Wow. Yeah. You slowly crawl upwards, and that's uh that's gonna be okay four turns so 400 feet yeah no. yep wow okay one two three <laughs> four so oh, that, I the right tunnel guys that should that would have us under the ruins okay at at yeah. that point at that point um you come to another crossroads it continues to go in that direction Okay. But also there is a sharp turn, um, natural once again, that actually goes towards the northeast. And that's at a, uh, a 45 degree angle to the northeast. So it continues onward, but then you can also uh, just immediately like do a hairpin 45 degrees to the northeast if you like. Like that? Uh, I think mm -hmm. north. doesn't it go back this way? Oh, northeast. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, right. Are we going to keep going this way, or do we, do we want to take? Oh, John, is there any change in um, slope uh, in, one of, in the branch off tunnel? Yes, actually, right at that um, at that intersection, it sort of levels out. You can see that Both when you them. peer your lantern uh, towards the northeast to kind of investigate what's down there, you can see that it starts to slope down there as well. It, it, continue, it continues levelly, however, um, to the southeast. So level to the south. I kind of like that northeast one myself. Sure. Okay. We're not seeing any kind of tracks, John. Is there any like rough refuse in the tunnels? Shit, um, discarded equipment, anything like that? Uh, no. Well, 
Okay, so not shit. So you don't see anything organic. Um, however, when you do take the time to look, Gorn, when you're being when you're checking it out, you do see that there's something has moved through here. Like you can kind of see that there, the debris that it has collected um, is, um, and it's it's hard to detect. It's only because you mentioned it, Gorn, that the um, some of the debris has been sort of mounded a little bit to either side, as if like there's been foot traffic here that's sort of kicked it to the side after you know many many trips, sort of thing. Gotcha. Are there any uh, um, footprints in the dust or is there any dust, anything like that? Uh, there is, there's dust. I mean, there's like stone dust, you know, that sort of thing, but it's not like a, like a big poof of dust or anything like that, you know, right. um, it's, it's very like stone here, you know, um, you can, um, uh, as, as Gorn sort of is like relays this information to, and you all like kind of turn up the awareness just a little bit, you do, there's like a faint whiff of, of like something moldy or, or maybe, you know, body odor maybe, or putrescent, like it's very, very faint, just a little hint of something a little bit like, ugh, um, to, towards the Southwest, uh, Southeast. I'm sorry. John, I'm not John. So, sorry. <laughs> so let me, let me just ask one thing with my, with my background as a farmer, does this smell, um, like mushrooms and fungus? No, no. Okay. No. no. Yeah. You would probably be able to tell that. You yes. smell like moss and damp. Uh, that, that no, uh, there is a little bit of dankness, but it's like the dankness of stone that you've always been smelling, but not moss. Okay. Mike? Uh, I would like to um, just take a minute. When I come across one of the larger piles of, like, refuse, I just want to poke through it, John, like, and see if I can determine if it's, like, adventuring gear or no, Kantian garbage. Oh, I thought you said there was, like, detritus that had been pushed off to the side. I meant, like, stone, like, like stone stuff. You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, there's oh, scree, there's, like, gotcha. scree on the ground, just natural stuff, you know what I mean? And a lot of it's just... And been, that's been shunted off to the side. Exactly. John, yeah. one, one last question, John. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we asked about, yeah, we asked about footprints. Uh, is there any sort of um, serpentine pattern to the way that this detritus is pushed, as if it's been, like, rhythmically pushed? Is there an evenness that might indicate... It's a good question. A slithering it, thing. It's impossible to tell. Like it was only Gorned, like really paying attention, that even can notice that there was, like, like the like the, the that the scree was not even. You know what I mean? Like evenly placed. Yeah, it's good to know. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, Are we seeing sort of any kind of scoring on the walls? No. Or wear patterns on the walls? Nope. Okay. All looks natural. Yeah. Uh, one other point of clarification that. That's pushing stuff to the side in an indication of traffic. Is that the same in both paths? Both, uh, yeah. Or both, yeah. both, both part, sides of the branch. Yeah, okay. generally, so people yes, go. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, and I, I know I pointed out, but I, I just want to make it very, very clear. We are not talking about like a path down the middle of the thing. It's just the slight right. movement of stones. Like it's something that like the like the dwarf is really like, no, look. And you're like, what are you talking about? And Gorn's like, no, look. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, there are rocks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Assuming that we've got, which is a big if, this map is, you know, roughly accurate. And what we know about the location of the gutatorial school, I think Matt's right. We're probably under the city at this point. And if we continue to go southeast, we're going to be approaching, like, basically, we're going to have to either come up somewhere or go under the river and under the lake. And right mm -hmm. now we're maybe, you know, 50 feet underground. I think if we go northeast, we're less likely to hit the lake than if we go southeast. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm liking northeast. Sure. I, I just like it. I don't know why. <laughs> I just okay. like it. I'm, I'm fine I with it. Like it. I trust your instincts. Let's go. Likewise. Uh, okay. So I make an arrow pointing the other way. 
Gotcha, right. <laughs> okay, so right. you 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 risen up as far as you can go, and then you start to slowly go back down. So, um, uh, let me get out my protractor. Um, so going, yeah, yeah. I'd say it's probably more like a 50 degree angle or if it really matters, Ted, but you go, um, uh, it does a broad curve, um, that starts going to the Northeast and then rounds out to the Northwest, um, for, let's see, 150, 200, for about 250 feet. Wait, just hold on, hold on, just hold, hold on, uh, 50 and then... Yeah, about fifty. Okay, so it does a uh, a brow uh, for two for the length of about two hundred and fifty feet, so about five foot square, Ted. Okay, it it does like a fifty foot um, curve to the northeast, and then rounds like a bow to become like a fifty foot uh, fifty degree angle to the northwest. The total so, amount, the total amount which the total amount which is two hundred and fifty feet. Okay, there you go, Ted. Really like nice, that. nicely done. Yep. And it's uh and it slopes downward the entire time for about and it goes right back down to like for twenty feet like the the like the the amount of slope right back down again. John, while we're doing this, we've come pretty far. Uh, how are we doing on time? What kind of time is it? Uh, that was one, two, three, four. So that's uh, another two turns, and you know, rolling some dice. Don't sweat it. Every I'm time I ask what time it is, we get punished. I'm not going to ask anymore. <laughs> uh, it is. Um, <laughs> it's 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 three forty right now in the afternoon. Okay, it's like when this... my, we're on a road trip, and my kids ask me if they're there yet, and I make them turn off their screens. Okay. Uh, at this point, you hit another crossroads. Um, the uh, it continues on at about a thirty five degree angle to the northwest, but also juts uh, directly. It goes directly east at zero degrees um, for about 30 feet before you can see that it starts to open up into something larger. Like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, east smells good. Uh, does it smell good? What does it smell like? Good question. Oh, large. What is the smell of large? I don't understand. Uh, the smell has not changed, so you still have the smell of dark, uh, of dank stone. Um, okay. It looks like beyond that 30 feet at the edge of your lantern light that it immediately juts up and opens wide uh, after about 50 feet um, to the northeast uh, at a 35 degree angle. Wait. So it goes 30 feet due east and yeah. then what? And then it goes at a 35 degree angle to the northeast and, and immediately opens up after 50 feet. Opens up into a space? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just okay. saying like this is sort of like what you're seeing with your lantern light. Right. Yeah, let's go that way. All in favor? We're doing All right. it. Moving up and again. Okay. This opens up into a vaguely triangular. Once again, this is all natural stone. So take don't, you know, just make it yep. up on your own head. But in generally, there's a, a, a large crossroads here, right? Um, and it, it opens up into a vast stone chamber with like stalactites draping down. And um, it's a, a, a triangular chamber that's... Um, uh, it's about a hundred feet at its base, which you're at right now across, right? So east to west, it's about a hundred feet and then sort of tapers up until it's only about 30 feet wide at the north. Okay. Um, there are exits at every point of the triangle. All right. But uh, just kind of leave it open, Ted, because um, you, you just want to kind of be in the room at this point. Um, as you kind of 
as you kind of move into this chamber, nicely done, Ted, um, as you sort of move into this chamber, um, and your voice is sort of, you know, it's, it's sort of like when the, when the fellowship kind of moves into the, into the large <laughs> hall of the mines of more, but it's like much more, you know, stone, uh, natural stone. Uh, right. You can say something, David. That's that, that's, that's a very positive and promising. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, it's it's it sounds like it's not a big deal yet, but I would I would just say, is it safe to say before we enter in a giant new chasm that we uh, listen, uh, we listen and we look, and we don't walk under a bunch of bat creatures that are going to tear our throats out. Yeah, I just want to throw that out there. I, I don't want to interrupt your take a turn uh, to listen. Yes, and do we yeah, do we see the glow? Them. Do we see the glow of the Balrog? In, uh, yeah. Yeah. So with Goran Morton Codswell up in front, um, um, I will tell you if heat uh, pops off um, and you have you have so far seen none. There's slight variations in the heat from the, like the air currents kind of running through here, but that's it. No, no body warmth. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a turn to listen. Yes. Uh, you can roll if you like. Um, goblins love doing that. Does, does listening count as listening at doors? Oh uh, yeah, that's what, exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right at four p.m. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. more, that was, more that was uh, hear a oh, thing was, over the sound. Really of screwed Gorin's... it up. What the dwarf Jeez. is sneezing. <laughs> and Codswall is right felt. there too. So let's give Codswall a shot at it. No, more Gorin is just like gassy. We can't hear a thing. <laughs> I mean, what? what? Any anyone can listen, right? Yeah. I'm gonna give it a try. Yeah, we just have to yeah. have a slightly better shot at it. Oh, sh- 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 I, I, I got this. Oh yeah. No, I don't hear. Nailed it. <laughs> Did no one, no one, no one heard. <laughs> For the folks at home, we're screwing this up horribly. <laughs> what? Huh? Oh, who's got that fancy uh, Elven dice? Okay. Um. All right. The uh, so you listen carefully, and all you can hear is just like your breath sort of echoing out into the chamber. Yeah. Right? Um. Now. As uh, uh do, do you, you hearing nothing? Do you move forward into the room or no? Yes. Okay. I think we should uh, absolutely. Try it. Yeah. What, what do you think this you know. is? Okay. So you move forward into the chamber, then you're like um, Atticus is like, you know, doing like a 360 degree, and he, and he goes, Master Luke, look upon the wall behind you. Um, and he he shines I, it. Oh, look. <laughs> yeah. So you turn back around, Goran, looking over the goblin's shoulders, um, back towards the rest of the group, and you can see that Atticus is right up against the um the wall. Uh, to the like right on the southern wall right before it narrows back into the quarter you came out of right like you, he turned back around and is looking right at that right at that opening basically like and, right there uh, yeah and you can see that there is um give me one second here let me find it um there is on the wall at right about like at eye level there is a large painted red letter on that wall is it an a is it a w it's a g <laughs> keep going you've got 23 more you'll hit it eventually <laughs> it's it's a it, it's a large red n um, n is for knowledge yeah and he's got his he's got his he's got his lantern light right right along it and you can see that there's all the you know just dry stone right but you can see that um, when he's got his lantern light over it, that there are that the end, that so there's like this red painted end, but it looks like it's actually like glistening in the lantern light, and that the stone around it is also sort of uh, almost look like there's like a wet sheen that like covers the end and all around it as well, and like basically like a like a a rough amorphous like two foot 
you know, not, not a perfect circle or anything like that, but just like a wet sheet, like a like a splash or something like that. It's made I made that stone a wet. Mold or a jelly on the wall? Is it moving? Huh? Uh, it Is seems it to shimmer a little bit as he kind of turns his lantern light around it, but you can't tell if it's moving or not. It's like it just looks like a like a wet splotch uh, over top, but but transparent. You can see like this red this red N. Large. Did, did know, a gelatinous dude. cube like swallow a giant N? <laughs> like, like I'm just yeah, saying, I don't know. I feel it's like a mold or a jelly or something. And, uh, it's weird. Um, and the, and the, the N is actually part. paint, not like blood or something. It, uh, if it's blood, it's not blood that you like that, this vivid red. You've never seen blood like this right. before. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick up a pebble and throw it over there, John. Okay. So you, you, throw it um Atticus sort of steps back a little bit before you do so and um and as uh the pebble hits the end um you can see that the wetness actually um lurches off of the stone and collapses around the pebble right at the same time and um and then it expands out like like this transparent goo sort of like expands outwards and like expels the stone like as if it didn't want it and then you can actually see like this the transparent whatever it is on the wall sort of like shift and crawl with pseudopods like away and up past the end until it's like you can clearly see like in Atticus's lantern light that it's like this wet splotch has actually moved. Um, and then you can also see cr creeping in from the ground and up towards the end, another one moving up. We should get away from this. Having, I do not having, like this attack. having seen this, can we take a beat on the entire room and see if there's anything catching the specularity of our lanterns? Any reflection? Um, that'll take a turn because it, it is a very large room. Yeah, I just, I just, well, I don't want like, to move around. I just, yeah. How high is the ceiling? Uh, oh, and Ted, um, the the I said the base of the triangle basically is like a hundred feet. So, oh, I need so to it's make much it bigger. bigger. Yeah. It needs to be bigger, like twice as big. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, how high is the ceiling, John? Uh, the ceiling here. Uh, it's still about the same height, so it's about twelve feet tall. But just okay. it's quite large, so I, I did I did kind of misspeak when I said it was like a grand hall. It's like it's just it's just very wide and spacious. So primary uh, focus for on we are is going to be making sure nothing on the ceiling in our immediate vicinity is shiny. Okay, so as you sort of slowly do a circuit and you start close to where you are, you don't seem to see anything like else. Everything else seems quite natural. Um, if you want to do a circuit and kind of check around carefully, it'll take another like a turn. You want to do that? Yeah. But I want to do that, but I'm also going to kind of keep my shield angled over my head while I do it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, okay, and we so, can do this staying clear of those things. Like, we're watching the ones that we've seen move. Gotcha, okay. So stay clear of those. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. Um, we've only got one light source, right? So, Gorn, uh, Gorn, Coswallop, and Mort, are you guys going to kind of do this in the darkness and sort of use your dark vision, or what do you... Do these things show up on our heat, on our infravision? I'm asking if you're taking, if, if you're going off on your own to search, or are you just going to kind of go with Atticus and, and do the circuit with the light? Um, well, I guess I say we we hold back long enough to find out whether these things even show up on infravision. And if they do, then that's helpful. If they don't, we should join the, the lantern. Right. Okay, so, you, so you basically, you're going to tell Atticus to like back off for a second. We need to ch check to see if these things radiate heat. Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, you know what? Yes. While, while he does that, I have a, an extra torch. I'm going to go ahead and light an extra torch so we have two 
light sources, it seems like it would be handy to have. Yeah. Uh, I also, I'm also willing to bet that it does not enjoy the uh, touch of fire. Okay, so when Atticus backs off and the the N area is now in darkness, um, there is a very slight um, heat signature, but it appears to be a very very low body temperature. Like it's like a, it's like a cool blue, you know what I mean? Right. And so if we stood stood here for a while and kind of looked around, do we pick up more of them? No. However, ah, you so you can definitely tell there are two there. Okay. Um, but you do see something else appear when the light is taken away from the area where the N is. Um, the, uh, the N actually has a slight heat signature itself, and there is also what appears to be something hidden follows after the N and appears only in your infravision. Ooh. Yeah. And, and what does that say? Um, it, there is just the letter O next to the N. No. <laughs> uh, uh, hmm. So we went, we're coming from the way that the big sign says no. <laughs> well, we don't, we don't know if there might be more letters. We're not aware. Why don't of we any... like Sorry, bring a torch, torch back, light it up again. Like maybe that change makes something toggle. Okay, so you, you attempt that and pull it back again. Um, that appears to be the only two letters that are exposed in infravision. Within okay. our range of vision, if we move around the room, we might find more. You're, we yep. can't see the whole room. You, you right? have not. You have not started to move around the room yet. Yeah. Um, okay. I think there's value. Well, so one one we could not see when the light was. Wait, no. We could see the N, and in infravision we see the O. In, in the infravision, oh, you see no. both the N and the O. Right. So the question is whether it means no or whether it's two different messages or it one. It also mean more... on, right? But I guess my, my confusion, sorry, was that because it's infravision, I'm assuming this is the case, our light made it hard for you to see the O in infravision because it was flooding. Correct. Yeah, space. you, you can't so use infravision. Only with the, the removal, yeah, only with the removal of the light source. So I only bring that up because we might have to both do a light and a dark search of the room if we want to find a. But yeah, exactly. Which I think is fine. We can manage yeah. that. My main thing, John, is I don't want to step in goo or have it fall on my head. So that is yeah. going to be the primary goal of my infravision guided search around the perimeter of the room. Can we track those two that we saw? Are they both heading up towards the ceiling? Uh, they appear to have stopped. So the bottom one is now basically like right near the end. And the other one is probably about like five feet towards um uh, five feet towards the west, like towards the mouth of the. Was this the, the light second... they didn't like? You think? Is like that was the impression we got? Was they were moving away from light? Tough to tell. You have no idea. Okay. Um, well, it was the pebble, this... it was the pebble that caused the movement. Oh, the pebble. That's what yeah. activated. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the second one that showed up, it it crawled up through a crack in the ground. I'm not sure. You don't know. You just happened to catch it as it was moving. Started to moving up the the bottom of the ball. Okay. I, I, well, while they're doing that in the light, I'm looking for places in the floor where, you know, things yeah. would come up. Does not appear to be many, you know, you don't. That does not appear to be a seam or anything like that. Uh, good. I don't want there to be that. Okay. So uh, Gorn is making a circuit in darkness. Is that correct? Yeah. Gorn, Gorn. Somebody more coming in here. Yeah. Can't we all go as a group and you guys just stay at the edge? We have to stay. A distance yeah, away edge, from the, out lantern, out of the yeah. light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so fine. you're not like okay. going different ways. You're just like no, 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 no. We're all together. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, just at the edge. That'll Can we take go uh, another, clockwise, gentlemen. Another turn. 
Okay, as you uh, so going clockwise, um, you make your way around uh, using the uh, small guy's infravision first, and indeed you so you don't come across any more of those um, crawling pseudopod like creatures or whatever it is on the wall. However, okay. uh, at the northern side, you also see another mark. Um, Painted in red first, and then the infravision reveals the rest of it. So that the single letter that you see um, is E up at that north end. But then your infravision reveals exit. Ooh. And this is this is written to be clear in uh the paint is fresh, like not not wet, but it's not like old, like like you know, like old and weathered. Um, and it is written in uh, modern Arcantian script. Hmm. And then um, moving back to, towards the southeastern um, exit, you see the same thing. There is one letter that is clear to the eyes, and that is W. Uh, but with infravision, it reads workplace. I, I love this. So you can see to the naked eye that it looked like just North indicators. Of, mm. of directions, what? yeah. And it's not. Oh, card. So, yeah, so card someone number. had very similar thinking as Avaricious and his arrows. Yeah, I love totally. That. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like in workplace, guys. Yep. At that moment, so you guys are all sort of huddled around, um, um, and southeast asking sort of Gorn, Gorn and Morton Codswell about like what they're seeing on the southeast. So you're in that southeastern end there, um, and at that point, uh, uh, Atticus is sort of like peering around, and, and his lantern just goes whoo, darkness. Um, Avaricious's well, I, flickering torchlight yeah. is the only thing that illuminates the area now. Can I ask it, you a quick question of the guys? Yeah. The north is not where we came from, but it's listed as exit. Rather than the way we came, which would imply to me that it's a it's a it's a shorter route out than the yeah. way we came. At, in which case, is there any value? I hate to say it. Is there any value in exploring how close that exit might be? There is value uh, to that, but let's take care of our tour situation. I agree. I agree. I'm just throwing it out there. Just throwing it yeah. out there. Um, so, John, is that just the? Uh, uh, we would know. Did the? Was it just the time of the lantern to burn out, or mm-hmm, yep. was it extinguished? Yep. Okay. And don't forget, if you um, when you lit that lantern, someone should have marked off an oil flask. I I have plenty of extra oil. I'd be happy to. Fill the uh, lantern. Yeah, Nyal has one too. Okay, so if you're All filling right, that, you refilling it, you need to mark off then an additional flask. So two should have been marked off then if you're starting it back up again. All right. The flask we just used up and the new flask. Okay, yeah, so what, Ted, why don't you, you do one and I'll do one? Okay, got it. Okay. All right, so I, I love where David's head is at. I, I do like that idea of trying to find like a more expedient way out. Um, I do think that there's more to discover in this room, and I'm kind of concerned about the little jelly things rolling around in here too. So, what do you guys think? Oh, um, I, I forgot a, a key thing here. I'm, I'm very sorry. In the room too, and uh, it's not like all over the place, like not festooned. However, um, in little patches, like in nooks and crannies in the stone, um, and in the like the corners where the wall sort of meets the floor and stuff like that, there are small little patches of fungi. The first growth that you've seen, they're not phosphorescent. Um, they don't appear to be, you know, like unnatural or anything like that, you know. But there, there is a little, um, there is some evidence of actual growth here. John, do okay. they look reminiscent of the fungi that we saw in his in Gerlad's room that screamed Question. the warnings? Uh, no, 
those those appear to definitely be some sort of weird mutant sort of mushrooms but um mm-hmm. but this is the the first indication of mushrooms you've seen period since you walked into Garalad's room and the the mushrooms are are they did you say that they were all around this big room or, or were they in, in little direction? patches they're just sort of like you know little nooks and crannies Starting natural places where fungi would sort of be yeah you do see too that there um there's very little detritus in the middle of the room um as well it's just it seems to be pretty clean crossing through yeah people crossing through it right this, this, this may be the... Was Garalad human? As far as we could tell. I mean, so yeah, Garalad but... is human, so who is writing for the sake of infravision? Yeah, our Lord Dwarf friend. You remember um, that he had a he had a slim build, but he was um, robed and cowled and all that sort of stuff. So I guess he could oh, be Garalad was? Well, I mean, can't, can't uh, druids, I think, cast spells to be able to see? Mm. I don't know. I don't know, but maybe they could... <laughs> Maybe, but John, let me ask you this question then. Um, for those of us who have infravision, I would assume that this would be something that people in our race would know of and also make use of, right? Like, what is it that can ge- that you can paint with that will generate enough heat for it to be written in infravision? Like, what is that? Uh, you don't know exactly the nature. I mean, I, gu- I guess probably the halls in Castle Door would probably have something similar. There would be mm-hmm. some sort of like, um, like bio bioluminescent paste, you know, like you know, but only that would be exposed in that spectrum. You know what I mean? Okay, it's like cool. a UV paint. Yeah, it, but yeah, it's like something a, like that's a, known about. Like I don't, you don't have to tell me the physics behind it, but I just want to know that this is not something that those of us with infravision have never heard of before. Uh, you know, I guess that's probably true. Yeah, you probably have. It'd probably be a yeah. smart way for those cultures to probably live would be to have some sort of secret identifiers like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two, it, two thoughts. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, one, the center of this room might be clean and clear because something cleans and clears it. So we might want to stay clear of that ourselves so that we are not uh, cleaned and clear. Good point. Good point. Um, I guess my, my thinking with that was John is saying that someone is cro- using like so many people are crossing through here that that center area has just the detritus kind of brushed away from it. Right. Maybe. Or there's something that likes to like clear it out. Um, Can I follow on that? Which is that, you know, who would have infravision and would move in through here in large numbers is beast men. I don't have infravision. And monkeys. And monkeys. I don't know that they do, but they're more likely to have it than the baboons. No, baboons can see just fine in the dark. That's not infravision. We don't, we, we don't know. We don't know. We don't. They're mutants. <laughs> well, we read their book. We read their book of how to take oh. care of them. John, should we go do yeah. David's suggestion and go look for the nearest exit before we do that? Oh no! But no, I've been listen. I patiently listened. I'm trying to be better about not interrupting. All right. Uh, this is the Dolman Wood in me, but can I inspect one of these these fungi? More closely, John. Sure. You want to yeah. lick it? Yeah. Take a look at, are there any spores on it? Is there any unique shape to it? Is there any familiarity that I have? Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, well, no. that was, that was, well, I guess you I would mean, probably... I wanted, I wanted to kind of help him there too, because, you know, would I recognize any of these things? My, uh, yeah, my... it's 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 not remarkable. They seem to be like normal mushrooms that would have, would be natural in these sorts of caves. It's almost like more unnatural. It's not. I was, I'm not even going to lead you down that track because it's. I'm just going to drop okay. things that aren't meant for you to pick up <laughs> but uh yeah right. it, it's they're like natural natural mushrooms it's just so this is the first indication that you've seen of them in these caverns 
Psychedelic, no. Edible, yes. <laughs> you you wouldn't know about that. They don't. Uh, okay. They they're basically they're, they're not that interesting. It's just yeah, the fact that they right. that they okay. exist. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So we Thank need you. to. It's the first be, life we've seen down here. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to wrap it up here. I think. Um. What 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 are we thinking? Do you want to go north? Um. Where that said exit, or south? Uh. South east-ish, which said workplace. I would like to spend an hour exploring towards the area where the exit is, and then if nothing really pans out there, come back to this room and go to the workplace area. That, I agree. That's I, what I would vote for. My, my I thinking like is that just if it's in, close, yeah. I like that in reverse. I like look for an look like go down towards the workplace for an hour, see if we can find something there, kind of mark it, and then get out. Like before it gets too dark, before we get start worrying about like it getting late. And sure. not being able to make it out. My right? only that would... my only counter to that is if we go to the workplace and we stir up an army of baboons, it's gonna be really nice to know if there's a way to free flee that isn't crawling on our hands and knees through a tiny tunnel. Right. So if there's a clear egress at the exit side, it gives us a, an escape hatch if we really stir up bullshit in the workplace. Which is possible. Okay. And also the we other can thing vote, about we can vote on is... it, but that's just my thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I, I agree and oh, go ahead, Ted. Well, what do you think, I Ted? mean, I, I see what you're getting at. My my thought would be that stirring up a bunch of baboons, for example, which is what I think you were getting at there. Um, at at the least, I would say from that little tiny tunnel, Cisco and Tresco are not following us through that tiny tunnel. They won't simply won't fit. So the exit is probably an exit that they can use and do use, which means they'll know it. Right, the route that says no. Is not a route that they're taking, I would guess. My, and then my only other yeah. counter to that would be that if the exit to the north is an actual quicker way out, it's nice to have this like secret entrance area that they don't know. Last thing we want to do is disappear mm. down the tunnel that mm -hmm. is, as far as we know, yeah. our own little personal like in and out, right? Yeah. Sure. I mean, again, my, my concern. Like yeah, my concern really is like speed because we're always outpaced by enemies because we have a bunch of plate mail. So an exit that not only in, like naturally slows us because we're on hands and knees, but also we are especially slow and because of our encumbrance, in my mind, is almost certain death, which means the tunnels we just came in in, if we're fleeing, in my mind, may not be true, but in my mind is a more sure way to die than whatever the other exit might be. I could be mm -hmm. completely wrong. Could be, but I agree with Matt, Mike, that if we decide to do that, uh, we make it brief. I don't think we yeah. spend a shit ton of time doing it. it my, my interest was if it was close by, not if it was a distant exit somewhere. It might also link up to another part of a dungeon that we've been to, which yeah. would See, be amazingly awesome as well. What, what I'm thinking is that I, again, I'm trying to keep an eye on that clock. Right. Sure. Because uh -huh. when it starts getting late, we're going to start getting tired. There's going to be minuses to everything we try to do. So I think if we're going to try that exit way, we go that exit way. We don't backtrack. We go and find the exit. Right. It's 430 because right then, now. Yeah. Because then we have an easy way out. Because you know, I mean, from know, that point of view, then maybe now is the time to retreat, go back to the inn with some of our loot, drop it off and start this whole thing all over again tomorrow. Without, From like, this, this new exit, that's a lot shorter. It's a shortcut, right? We get to lop a whole big giant chunk off our trip. Well, no, I'm talking about if it's 4.30 already, right? Yeah. 
that only gives us another like three or four hours before we probably have to start taking exhaustion checks and stuff like that, right? Midnight. I think that's what he was saying. Midnight. All right. Well, six hours then, or mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, eight. But you know, okay. I mean, that's fine. So let's let's just plan on do. Well, anyway, we can talk about it on Discord. We'll just fight about it. So <laughs> let's roll initiative. Thank you for tuning in to. Uh, yeah. so, so no conclusion yet whether or not they're going north or southeast. But uh, we're going to go a really cool way and do some fun stuff. Inter- interesting developments. Okay, but we'll leave it there for the, for the nonce. Um, so everyone, thank you again for watching 3D6 down the line. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. You know the deal. Please share it with everyone that you know. And uh, we will all see you next time. Have a great week, oh, everybody. And tune in to the detox for a special reveal. <laughs> there is. I don't, I don't even know. What I, don't, that I don't know means. what that is. <laughs> but we will. We will see I'll you. Find out the detox then. Uh, okay. We'll see well, you next thanks, week, everybody. Thanks, Have a, John. Yeah, thanks, John. Bye now.